coming to you live from Wright Bell Studios here on Isle Delfino. This is First to 13, the Super Mario Sunshine Bingo Podcast. And now, here's your host, Modest Tomato. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the first of 13 podcast playoff edition where we definitely didn't talk about Fortnite and the dms before this uh and we're gonna welcome our two special guests this week that's right we are upping the production quality and upping the guest quantity would you like to introduce yourselves gentlemen hello i am i'm juka talks hello and my other guest companion here is... Hello, it's your Kona brother, Libre, here in the house. What's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like, why was that... Why was Garfield the Great on <laughs> Don't Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it. Talk about it later. Oh, the, yo, the groceries coming in? One groceries sec, are important. Sec. But yeah, welcome to, as Tomato it. mentioned, a very special episode of First to Thirteen. Um, where the playoff brackets are are mostly set. Um, we're, you know, obviously a couple tiebreaker matches still left to play, but we can sort of talk pretty eloquently about the uh, the rest of the bracket and uh, sort of the the interesting matches. And it is no uh, no mistake we have two esteemed members of Division Three A uh, joining us uh, joining us for this this particular episode. Um, and it's great to have two of the top of what Division 3A can offer um, here on the show. So how are you guys feeling? The, the season's over, right? Or rather, the regular season's over. We're moving the playoffs. So what's... what's? Is, are you going to enjoy this break? Because we're, we're taking the week off, basically. Yeah, I think I think this break is going to be pretty hype. Uh, it gives us a nice, a nice uh, breath of fresh air uh, so we can come back ready and not burn out as crap for uh playoffs yeah i i feel you libre i will feel the same i will certainly most likely uh enjoy my break um i do not wanna definitely not wanna stray too far away from practice and from touching the game for sure like i'm definitely going to like Mm -hmm. be uh possibly (laughs) like um maybe screaming or practicing just a little bit but i definitely taking like uh maybe two days off at least <laughs> into kind of two days off well, that's what mondays and tuesdays were supposed to be right like uh, it, 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 as, as i joked at like the beginning of the season like it was basically like okay you have a week of bingo and then the bingo weekend which was monday and tuesday and now we're filling the bingo weekend with podcasts and, and stuff and so yeah, there's there's basically been no time to, to catch your breath with between all the matches that were played. Like, there were eleven matches played in eight weeks, which, looking back on it, is just a grotesque amount of bingo. Like we were having, like about a day and a half plus of bingo a week, like pushing like forty hours almost of bingo every week. That's a Damn. lot. It, that's insane. It's trying to st- and that's not even counting all the scrims and everything, right? Right. Scrims, practice, like ILs, uh, yeah. non lockouts, uh, chilling in VC. John 20 Tuesdays. John 20 Tuesdays. <laughs> that's, that's, that's separate, obviously. but Trying to uh, stay on tournament mentality for 
that many weeks it's quite stressful to your mental state and to yeah. uh, as you can see you know a little bit controversy with some people dropping out at the end quite uh it's a little sad but it's taking a toll on yeah. some people for sure mm-hmm. yeah and we'll definitely touch on that uh, as we talk about uh as we talk about division three and obviously the playoff picture there a uh, changing up uh almost by the day at this point but no, I, I think it's understandable, and I think it's something that I, I hope the organizing team takes into account when thinking about season three and beyond. Is uh, it was a bit of an experiment running with like twelve people divisions, still running in an eight week time frame, and maybe that wasn't the the smartest choice. Like, do you feel like if the league spread out like over eleven weeks instead of eight would have been better or would have been worse? Would you have preferred like two matches a week instead or? Mm. spreading out the the tournament might make it um it's more it will be better for people to schedule their matches but if the if the league would finish faster we will still have to do playoffs still so that would be Mm. um i really don't know um i I'm fine with playing because uh, because of my current schedule. I mostly play on the weekends myself, so like mm-hmm. I can play up to probably possibly two to three matches, like on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which I'm fine with. But I don't know how the other competitors are are would like that. Um, it's 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 a lot to think about because every single match you're mm-hmm. playing could be a different variant, different players, mm-hmm. different styles. You have to practice, you have to scrim the certain right people. Um, mm-hmm. It can be a lot of stress for sure to have more matches in a week. Um, yeah, best of threes are gonna be are gonna be huge for especially for Division Three, which probably have never played a best of three before with the ex- with some limited exceptions uh being people who made playoffs last year um and even then uh some cases it just was was one game and, and somebody dropped out um i was thinking more about sort of the league in general right like do you think like because because in the regular season right there were 11 matches that need to be played over eight weeks like is do you think some of the burnout that people were feeling um is accountable to the fact that there were like multiple occasions where you had to play like two matches in a week or is it is it mostly just like uh um is it mostly just the fact that it's eight weeks and like would spreading it out to 11 weeks of a regular season make it worse hmm. uh i would say that there is some factor of that 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 is making people burnout but i also feel that people uh some some of the people are, that are burning out are seeing their chances in playoffs diminish a little bit and they are dropping out because of they don't likely see themselves having a good playoff uh, uh a, a good playoff um matches or or possibilities mm-hmm. due to their to their last half of their performance so um i think that it could be i think it could be because of that too but um i don't know uh, i know some people have been have been um 
busy with life in the end of the mm-hmm. the in the end of the 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 week the last weeks and um i really don't know if it's um if it's because it's a week spread out through 11 weeks but um i i enjoyed this this way i i was fine with this mm-hmm. format with like spread it out over the course of a 11 weeks uh, i found it fine for myself of course i we all need Juka, breaks we all need breaks Sorry, for sure we, but yeah that's yeah. and it's good that we're having one ahead of playoffs juca well, what do you think do you do because i know you sort of were were in a bit of a nadir near the middle of the season and and we're obviously uh, feeling a little rough um i think we're all running a little ragged coming into the coming into week eight um do you think like it's just a factor of it being spread out over eight weeks versus and like you kind of have to show up for eight weeks or is it something that would be alleviated by spreading the regular season out longer if we have divisions this large again well i I think it's fine honestly um obviously uh scheduling got a bit hectic Mm -hmm. uh on the extra matches so i think maybe Maybe it would be kind of better if we did like a full eleven weeks instead of just compacting it to eight uh, and having like uh, offline matches. Another thing about offline matches is like in the like uh, Libre versus me was a pretty hyped up match because like we're some of the uh, highest contenders for Div two mm-hmm. and Div three A, and so that was streamed. However, it had to be a rematch uh, due to a certain mistake, but. Um, <laughs> It's all my fault. I'm sorry, guys. But, like, in cases like that, like, I feel like it would be kind of better to have it in a full 11 weeks. So some offline matches, like, some extra matches can be restreamed. Uh, like, they have the opportunity to be restreamed. Our rematch was really hype. It's, it, oh, yeah. It was unfortunate it was. that it was oh. not streamed, but it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it's tough, right? Like, I think one of the one of the rough parts of sort of the offline matches this season was, yeah, it, it's hard to account for late season moves. We tried to do a little bit where we moved some matches out of offline to online, um, and it, it just makes it also tough to sort of VOD review, right? Uh, if you wanted to look back on, on a particular offline match, unless it, you both competitors highlighted it, it's, it's impossible. Whereas if it's streamed, at least you have both feeds in the same place, right? Like it, it, it it's tough to tough to, to sort of maintain a, a proper history when uh, when it's all offline and like you just sort of end up with just a score and maybe a board, um, which makes it good. Like now there's an offline results channel, so you can sort of keep up with with those matches. But obviously. Uh, it would be nice to be able to watch those matches, um, and and even if they don't get commentary, even if they, you know, even if they don't get um, the full the full rigmarole. But obviously, obviously, I keep saying obviously, um, it would be nice to give every single match the uh, the the full the full light of day. But it's also just a lot of bingo, like we mentioned. <laughs> like I mentioned, it's like forty plus hours of bingo a week between all the matches and all the scrims and you're just fully immersed in it. That's a full time job. Forty hours a week. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. Um and not to mention like there's uh, other communities that also want to do bingo as well. Um so I think that kinda like pushes them out of the scene a bit. Uh so I think maybe if we stretch it out that kind of also opens opportunities for uh, other communities to be to do bingo at the same time. 
uh, like on Bingothon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing the Breath of the Wild bingo. Mm. Yeah, and they, um, they obviously help us out a bunch, and there was that sort of middle-of-the-season complexity with them ramping up their tournament and them um, obviously wanting to showcase their game, which is it's such an interesting game, Breath of the Wild, and it suits bingo very well. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I, it's all stuff to sort of weigh as we... As we move forward with playoffs and and bringing season two to its dramatic and climatic conclusion, um, and Tomato is still in the process of uh, putting away hopefully all of these uh, delicious groceries. Do you think he actually got any tomatoes? Um, I think he got at least six tomatoes. At least six. We will at have to ask six. him when he returns. Um, so. Yeah, as a, as a recap then, um, for those of you who may not be completely aware or up to date, I know there was a lot of, com- lot of questions about the playoff format. Um, so for anybody who's a viewer of the league or is a competitor who may be confused about how this is all going to work, um, there is basically two schemes for playoffs. There's the Division One, Division Two, and then there's Division Three. Um, for Division One and Division Two. Um, the top eight from each division gets seeded into a bracket. Um, the top two seeds get two buys. The third and fourth seed get one buy, and the fifth and sixth seed get no buys. And then the fifth seed player picks between the seventh and eighth seed player uh, to decide who they want to face in round one. Um, and then the sixth seed gets whoever's left. So, um, for instance, in division two, Linky and Rasmus um, are the five and six seed, respectively. So Linky will make their choice between GB and PK, and Rasmus will face whoever's left. Um, And then that process repeats for the second round, and then the third round, and then those winners face off in the finals. Um, And then for Division Three, it's just a straight-up bracket. Top eight from each of 3A and 3B are seeded into a bracket, the third and fourth seeds get one buy. The first and second seeds get two buys. There's no picking of who your opponent is. You're just sort of locked into whatever side of the bracket you're on, um, and you play through, um, I think it's five rounds, which is uh, a fair amount. So we the it'll end on Division Three, uh, Division Three finals for the, for the league, which is kind of cool. We'll, we'll go from 24 competitors. We're down to 16. Um, and then we'll go and see out of those who is number one. So it's like a whole little tournament over five weeks. Yeah, I think Div three might be the most hype because like you got you got Div one, you got Div two, like um, <laughs> like you all know those players. You you all know how it might turn out, but Div three can you, you can never expect like someone to just randomly pop off. Um, and so I think I think Div three will be a good playoff scene right there and like you said it'll be the longest out of any of them um lots of matches and they're all best of, of threes that's the all that's the key threes. thing now that we're in now that we're in the bracket stage it's all best of threes um that's, so it's quite a lot between the the two matches in division one the two matches in division uh, two and the four in division three well that makes eight Eight times three, twenty-four. Just as much bingo <laughs> as as we've had for the past uh, past couple of weeks. 
Um, as we mentioned, this last week, this week's going to be a bit of a tiebreaker week. There's a couple of unresolved matches. We'll get into those in a second. Um, uh, and playoffs should start next week, probably starting on Wednesday. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. More details available. Um, sms.bingo slash discord. Um, we will try to get the site up to date once that's, uh, that's, that's ready to go. It almost feels like we're we going are. into like uh, season three more than <laughs> because of how much action there will be. <laughs> and I just love the blending of the both colors to on Division 3A and 3B. Um, just a lot of people haven't fought 3B from 3A and then we're finally, we're probably going to see first time fighting uh, in a match between each uh, 3A and 3B because I haven't scrimmed, I think, that many 3B players. I think I only mm-hmm. played with... Uh, I, I I only play with uh, Pinkish and JBuzzyB, my amigo. <laughs> well, he ended up on the other opposite side of the bracket as you. And welcome back, welcome back. Yo, you guys want to recap real quick? Sorry, I was gone. We were we were just talking about sort of the the breakneck pace of the league and how we're taking a, we're having a nice bye week basically and. Then we're gonna yep. launch into the launch into the playoffs. You didn't miss too much, my my friend. Good to hear. Good to hear. And now that you've returned and you've put away your groceries, oh, we needed to ask how I've many tomatoes that. were part of your grocery delivery? None. none. Shockingly, none. I lost. Any your tomato derivative? Any tomato derivative products? There was some like uh, tomato sauce, you know. You, you put on the pasta, you know, it's, mm. it's good, it's good. <sighs> All right. Well, then we can launch straight in now that we've got our the full, the full complement of players um, here. Um, and we are going to present the Division I playoff bracket, starting with the first and second seeds. I don't think there's really that much surprise there. Romato and Shadow Mario, respectively, getting Shocker. the double buys um, in Division One. Not really a surprise. I mean, you could you could put forth the thesis that maybe Shadow Mario's performance was a surprise, but I don't think anybody's really all that surprised, especially by Romato taking the first seed um, yet again in yet another tournament. Yep. Uh, Not surprised. That's. Just a Romato, you know, big shocker. I <laughs> the think, goat. I think it's uh, it's a little hard to like say who's gonna make it necessarily to Romato and SM. So I think first maybe we should worry about like the upcoming matches, which would be JJ versus his choice from Danny or whoever wins the Jeff and Bry situation. Uh, and then Mike versus the remaining player. So what, what do you guys think about that? Since that's a little more concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Brigai and Jeff Compass, I believe they have uh, Gentleman Shake again. And is it true that they will be playing again? A rematch? Yes. Yes. So the the situation there is um, Bry offered to make... So Jeff played Bry. Jeff won. They had to replay that match. 
then Bri beat Jeff, and that was the official quote-unquote result. Um, but Bri has offered to Jeff, and Jeff has accepted, um, to play a third match of the quote-unquote best of three what a in sweet the regular lad. season. Brie Guy is a certified Bri Guy sweetheart moment. Like moment of appreciation. He, he, he could he's jeopardizing his whole playoffs. Oh, like, it's gonna be run. a best of three on its own. Oh my Yeah. That's this, that's exciting. Gonna... That's exciting. That's even yeah. more exciting. Yeah, so it's gonna be a best of three to decide who gets the eighth seed into playoffs. Um It's gonna be fire. And uh yeah, slightly modified format. You, they will ban each ban a variant, and then we will randomize from the remaining three. Um, I like the neutral week. So, yeah, sort of like the neutral week, um, and they will compete for the eighth seed. Um, I think between the two of them, like they're both both great competitors. That are you know, Bry obviously had a, a bit of a better performance this season compared to last. Um, if you look at sort of his match history, ended up in the league. Um, four and six still has technically one more match to play, um, between, uh, him and J, uh, between Brian JJ, um, but that might not end up happening or, or may end up happening, but, but later, um, I don't think it changes the playoff picture at all. I think the seeding is mostly set, but like Bry ended up with some pretty decent wins over the, over the season, um, took games off of, took, obviously beat Jeff in, in their rematch, um, Beat Pogo, beat um, Danny had a good as well. showing against Danny at the start of the season, right? So like Bry is 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 pretty scary, all things considered. Um, and then you look at Jeff, who's had some pretty variable performance, but also some pretty standout uh, standout wins. Beat Pogo, um, came close against Danny, um, came close against uh, against Jeff. Um, sort of beat the beat beat Sid. Um, and ended up beating Trey, I believe. Yes. Um, and so that last win against Pogo, um, which had a bunch of build up to it. So three and eight, not mm-hmm. bad for first first foray into uh, first foray into Division One. Um, who do you have as winning that match? Uh, so Bride Jeff, you mean? Yeah, Bride Jeff. Honestly, I think it could go either way. I know Jeff's been improving a lot throughout the season, but I do think he is a little burnt out. I don't know exactly what Bry is up to, but everyone knows Bry. You know, he is the routing guy, right? He makes mm-hmm. all these big brain plays. Uh, he uses his opponent's information to great effect. I think the question is really, like, what... Uh, I, I, it's really hard to say. I think the onus is sort of... I think if Jeff can put together like a really strong route and just play his best it, even in like the crucial mid game phases which are often the most difficult mm-hmm. then he should be able to come away with the win but he will have to bring his a plus game to do it is how i see it mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what the first format in the first match will be because that will set the momentum throughout the entire best of three i believe mm-hmm. uh if Jeff Compass gets a first win, I think that's really good for him, and um, yep. and it just uh, really depends on the card. I feel like um, um, 
just I just we can't wait to see this match. It can go either way, but I feel like it yeah. will, he can get a really good momentum on the first win if he if he wins the first match. Yeah, and then that, so that obviously decides eighth seed, and then you have JJ making his pick between Danny and that winner. Um, I was just sort of pulling up the the information here on uh, from from JJ's side, seeing who he's beaten, who he's not beaten, um, and JJ does end up winning against uh, Danny. Um, has the has not played Bry yet this regular season, and uh, the closest match uh, out of the three was definitely against Jeff. Um, Jeff was like poised to win against JJ, and it, it sort of oh yeah uh, boiled down to some some sort of rough uh, rough late game decision making for the Jeff. Lily pad? I no think that clip? was that was I think <laughs> with Larvy. Um, no, I'm thinking of. Uh, oh wait, no, that was that was Shadow Mario. Yeah, yeah. Jeff had like Shadow two Mario. really close mag- matches uh, this week oh, um, yeah, against right. like very top competitors in in Shadow Mario 27, which that was the one with the uh, with the 500s um, and the clamber death, which oh, that was so tragic. Oh yeah, the spider. And then spider. I think the JJ match was the one with the with the lily pad. Um, Dude, if if Sid had made the tweet. This is how you don't die to the clamber in Pianta 500. Like just a week before, it would have changed the outcome of the match. That's all I'm saying. You, hate, you just hate to see Trey, it. Trey can't sit on these tweets anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so then, if you're JJ, right, and you're trying to make your pick, right? Who? What is your what is your stack rank order then? If you're JJ, of who you want to face in playoffs first. Because you have to pick. You pick between Danny, Bry, or Jeff. Um, and if you're JJ, you have your wins against J. You have your win against Jeff. You have your win against. Oh, well, well, Danny beat you. Um, no, JJ beat Danny. I think. Oh, uh, sorry. I was I was looking at Jeff's page um, again. Yes, JJ good. did beat beat Danny in Connect Five, um, and yep. JJ beat Jeff in Draft. Um, so then. Do you like? Do you just go with the mathematically stronger, weaker player, which would be Bry or Jeff, or do you think that you can speed bully Danny and like connect five? Like, how how do you think you approach this if you're JJ, who's like very very fast player and a very very um, unique router? Hmm. Who is that directed at? Just curious. That's directed at the at the at the group. Maybe I'll direct it straight at Jukatox. Been a little quiet. Want to want to hear from him? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think JJ is kind of more favored going against a bit of a slower p- player. Um, although Bry is much better at routing. Uh, J- uh, Jeff is a, still a bit slower than JJ, so I think he might want to choose Jeff if he gets it. But if mm. Bry wins, I think he wants to go for maybe Bry. Uh, because Danny is already a, a very fast player, mm. um, but he does stand an equal chance against Danny as he does against Bry. I'm 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 just curious if you think that like Bry's routing will end up sort of countering because because like the big thing with JJ, um, you know, he even says it himself is like his goal is always to find the lose con and and seems to be able to, uh, seems to be able to do it as he as he jokes now. Had a pretty well, respectable performance this season, um, but do you think that that's like exploitable for Bry? Because Bry is definitely the type of person to to understand what 
their opponent will go for at almost any given time and sort of use that to to his advantage. And so do you think that like that presents enough of a threat that you'd take Danny over over Bry if that was the situation? Yeah, I think I in that case then yeah, I think we would take Danny. I think if he picks Danny, he I can see this pulling out the invasion against Danny too because that seems to be one of his for weakest sure. formats for Danny. Um, but it, it, these choices can really backfire JJ if he picks Bree guy and then he just outroutes him and just like ah his choices are honestly not like uh, the best for JJ because he he probably just wants to speed bully everybody but. I don't know if it's gonna work. I out. think right. I think Danny is a really scary opponent for JJ because the way Danny's kind of functioned this season is when he's played sort of formats that he isn't super comfortable with. I mean, I have Invasion in mind where he lost his last two matches. Um, he hasn't like been super strong, but I feel like when Danny plays a format that he's very strong in. A row control comes to mind. Oh, I yes. remember this match with Trey where he just did this insane blue focus drought where he didn't get like a single level shine until after Pinna or something. Uh, and just did like a very specific nine goal route and just was able to kind of destroy Trey in that. Uh, like the if he can like so I think if JJ picks Danny. He really needs to win in, like, probably Invasion and Connect 5. Because JJ gets two picks, right? That's how that works. Uh, yes. So, in the in the best of three, the higher seed gets first and third variant pick, and the mm-hmm. uh, lower seed gets second variant pick. Yep. So, I think JJ has, like, a bit of a more narrow win con against Danny, just because it might be really hard to tackle Danny in one of the formats he's strong in. Whereas, like, against Brian Jeff, like, I think JJ beat Jeff in probably Jeff's best format, right? Draft, I believe. Uh, You know, he could pick Invasion as his last pick, too, just to see if he can, uh, I don't know, beat him, too, as well, and just hold out to pick Invasion as his last. As, like, the last resort? Uh Yeah. Try to to keep your your dreams alive there? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then, all right. So say say JJ picks picks. Uh, uh, well, actually, we can just talk about your. <laughs> we can just talk about Mike instead. Um, Mike's gonna get left with whoever's whoever doesn't get picked by JJ. Um, and looking at sort of those those matchups as well. Um, Mike beat Danny. Mike beat mm-hmm. Bry. Mike beat Jeff. Is Mike just? happy with whomever JJ doesn't pick right I think yep I think he's happy with whoever's left Mike it will I play. think uh go for it oh sorry go you go for it <laughs> I I will say I think Mike um he did have home against Bry and Danny and he was able to pick sort of connect five and invasion which I feel like are like comparatively weak formats for both Brian mm-hmm. and Danny. So I think like the variant pick matters a lot, especially in division one where, mm-hmm. you know, like certain like deficits, like speed are just emphasized a lot more. I feel just because of the higher general skill in the pool of players. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the question is like, what can these players 
do in formats of their choice against Mike, right? Mm-hmm. What what would you then pick against Mike? If you look at if you look at sort of his regular season performance, um, he lost to like Samu in draft. He lost to Pogo in row control, um, and and went three and two against Trey at the as at the season opener. Lost to Romato in lockout thirteen ten. Lost to Shadow Mario in lockout thirteen uh, six. Right, like um, Mike's invasion performance has been very strong. Um, from what I can, what I can deduce here, yeah, wins against o, Larvae, apparently. wins against Dr- Danny, wins against, uh, wins against Jeff, right? Rest of his formats looking kind of weak. Do you force him into row control and like try to throw him off balance? Uh, cause that appears to be sort of his weakest overall. I think it probably depends a lot on the individual that's like challenging Mike. So like they'd mm. probably pick a format that they're comfortable with because I don't feel like Mike has like a super duper weak format where he's just kind of like gotten destroyed and everything because like he's won two of his row controls. He's won. Yeah. I mean, he the only thing he hasn't won is a draft, but he also played like the third seed. Uh, and yeah, it was he close. only played one draft. So, and he yeah. played he played Samu. Yeah. So like, if you don't win that, that's not that's not indicative of draft is his his key weakness, you know. <laughs> Any thoughts if you're if you're going up against Mike, what format might you want to pick, uh, Libre Juca? Yeah, I think you guys brought up a good point about row control. You know, he's not really well favored in that. Um, I I also agree. Row control, invasion. Um, yeah, I would stick with those two. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's the, that's what's coming up in Division 1 then. Um, obviously, uh, the picks aren't finalized until they are scheduled, um, and those matches will be played starting next week. Um, now let's take our, turn our eye down to Division 2. Um, uh, at the, the most pertinent matches coming up are with Linky and Rasmus and GB and PK. Obviously, can't paw, can't stop by Division 2 without talking about Peaches ending up 11-0, and with a win yeah. against Mason at the season closer, does put Mason into the second seed, and then you have Tober and Papa at at, at seeds three and four. Uh, but let's sort of hone in on Linky here, because Linky's got a bit of a tough choice between GB and PK. GB in the seventh seed feels a little criminal to me, based on his like sort of early season performance to end up sort of seventh. He is eighth, I believe, but still, like He's I seven. think. I will say that PK is scary. Uh, mm. Let me and I think did PK beat both play? No, never mind. He didn't beat Rasmus, but he, I know he did defeat Linky uh, in their match. So I don't know because Linky Linky gets first pick, I believe, right? Right. So Linky, who beat GB and lost to PK, you know, mm. my my brain is like, you know, just pick the guy who you beat. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't i don't see linky like man i don't know if he's gonna man up and pick uh okay i want to be pk come here <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair pk did have home and gb did not so maybe that plays a role but mm, good point uh i will say that pk is infamously scary in row control yes so that is correct and pk which... will always get a, a pick 
So PK will get one pick, but you also have to remember that PK's infamy and row control didn't really manifest in the really season. It really did against game, mostly because uh, well, yeah. yeah, against game especially, but also like competitors were definitely going out of their way to try to burn row controls before their matches with PK, um, to force him into formats that, um, that that were not as infamous as his, uh, as his as his row control. Um, getting the getting one pick, though, it's not two, right? So PK PK will be forced to contend yeah. with formats that uh, he's, he's not necessarily the strongest with. in. Um, I think that weakens him pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The thing is, is like if there's a best of three and you're ex- you think you're gonna lose in row control, do you feel confident enough in your ability to go two and zero in your home picks against PK? Because it it just feels difficult, you know, as opposed to like two yeah, like two zero in someone's stronger, hard. Yeah. yeah, PK is a good PK player. PK is stronger. PK is definitely one of those that's stronger than their record suggests. Same with GB for that matter, right? Like seventh seed GB. Yeah. Right was only because he sort of lost the these the the head to head against both um, Linky and Rasmus, um, and I would say that that's not you know I would say that the, they they were sort of competitive matches for for GB, right? Definitely a threat to to either one of them. I think that almost necessitates that Linky picks PK here, just because I think that. You you favor yourself in being able to pick two formats against him, and like yeah you might he's gonna go to row control and yeah he might win, but you've got to sort of have faith that you're gonna be able to pull it out in two formats of your choice and try to exploit sort of PK's quirks uh, in the best of three. I will say that uh, momentum does matter a lot, and I almost mentioned that GB is hot off of two losses, one of which. A six-two connect five for Tober, mm-hmm. uh, where PK is off off of a hot thirteen-four against Haywire in lockout. Uh, so you know that maybe that momentum will carry over into playoffs. I think we'll have to see though. We'll see. Well, now with the with the with the sort of off week before playoffs, right? Do you think that momentum is going to carry that far? That's a that is a good question. Uh, I think I think we'll just have to see honestly. I think it will depend greatly on the players if they keep on scrimming in the break or keep on practicing that too. Um, but I do see PK, if Linky picks PK, I can see this going into game three, honestly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree on that. What if I <sighs> flip I- that around and say that'll be a PK 2-0? I can also a... believe that he will close it out with row control. I can definitely see that. Yeah, I, I think we'll just have to see. Like, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to it's hard be to the predict. fortune teller, you know. Yeah, it, that's why it, no one has the perfect it, prediction. It's hard. I don't like. I'm not in PK's mind. Me like, okay, I'm gonna scream every day. <laughs> like, uh, just yeah, yeah. Or, or I don't know if uh, uh, screaming will help out. Uh, like, who do I scream? Like, who 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 do I pick? Or do I? high uh, st- uh not do offline 
matches, not stream this, not show what I'm doing, you know, hide my cards. <laughs> <laughs> Try don't post the scrim results. Don't post the scrim results. Yeah. <laughs> just be just go into the hyperbolic time chamber and come out and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's many tactics that I will people say, do uh... this uh this uh break and people will start hiding strats and <laughs> Giving PK it... has been dodging me for like a month, so if he's scrimming, I am upset that it hasn't been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been owed a scrim for a while now. It's been a long time. I don't. I, at this point, I'm doubting that <laughs> I'll, I'll ever get that scrim. Uh, hear me. Gotta gotta. Well, he's, you called him out on the podcast now. Yeah, he he ditched me for commentary this week too. We have beef, Ooh. PK. We have beef, all right? You heard it here first. He's going to listen to this recording. He's going to be upset. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's going to be like, I'm going to ban you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's his his response to everything. I think it's a coping mechanism. (laughs) Yes. Uh, but hear me out for a second. Um, Some people might be doing, interested in this, um, teaching or like, or helping out the lower seats in the playoffs to sort of uh, kind of like work against the bigger opponents on the match. I don't know. If that's a strat too that people will start doing and telling. Um, I was watching yesterday um, uh, Dex doing a scrim and he's been sort of helping out Jer. And I, and I saw that uh, um, Dex was giving out pointers and just... Uh, talking about the players and stuff like that that could be a big <laughs> big uh you know it could it could um make a obviously jer has been doing way better now and the last part of this uh weeks so that that could work against me too so like i don't know if people will do that yeah, in other no divisions <laughs> like sort of like uh scream yeah, a lot the I, lower I, seats i think i know i think i know pk well enough that I don't think he wants that kind of assistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would be uh, more important for people in, like, Div 3 yeah. uh, than Div 2. Because Div 2 people, they kind of know what they're doing at this point. I agree. Maybe this doesn't uh, translate into Div 2, Div 2, but I was just thinking about it. Like, will we see uh, more scrims between the lower seats and, and the higher seats? Yeah. And kind of, like, working against, you know, like... You get what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I feel you. And speaking of Division 3, we now enter the meat and potatoes. Yeah. I'm going to spring this I'm going to spring this on you guys. <laughs> I want us to fill out an official first to 13 predictions for this entire Div 3 bracket. Oh my God. We will not oh be boy. leaving this call until we come to our conclusions as to who's going to win every single one of these matches and we will come back and we will determine <laughs> If we were even remotely close um, to that uh, to that choice, um, so we will start as all things do in the round of uh, in the round of eight in the first round of eight because there's three of them. Um, uh, the 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 first round of, of matches between the five and eight seeds from each of the divisions. The first time we will see Division Three A and Three B clash. Um, and we'll start with what I've listed as match A between the fifth seed from Division 3A, Mr. Yato. And uh, due to Tomato's uh, departure from the playoffs, um, the Rip. number eight seed 
from Division 3B, Full Air. Let's talk that match. Yato has been impressive, to say the least, yeah. this, uh, this, this whole season. Yeah, last season he came out as an 07 record. Uh, he wasn't feeling the greatest, but he came back to this season, and I think he had a really bright mindset uh, being coached by the one and only Juan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The and he came Juan, out only one. Came out six and five, which is really impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Considering and some his very good-looking wins, all things considered, right? Yeah. Like yeah. this is definitely was not the Yato of of season one, which yeah. you know, I think was was you know had his heart in the right place, but definitely was not playing to uh playing to sort of the 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 expectations i remember romato put him like seven and oh that first that first year in preds um didn't quite work out but had some pretty slick wins against people um uh uh above him in the bracket even um uh dark man for instance a clean win one against libre you. Yeah, I did, not see, I did not see. I did not see this coming. Only loss. Uh, I was actually. So you got to be hot on. You got to be hot on the Yato train. Uh, yeah, uh, I. I think Jado is playing out of his mind and practicing and screaming. And he he actually screamed me too. Uh, uh, and we we talked a bit about the car too. And uh, I think Jado Jado is looking really scary. And this will be the biggest match for. For Folaire, <laughs> that even bigger than any match uh, throughout this uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Jado, um, just uh, I that match. I did not see me uh, get, being in such a bad position, especially in that invasion match. I just sort of tunnel vision into the a, a fast goal and i just saw hiddens and and i worked around my right but it turned out to be that the left side was better so for jado mm-hmm. so like if jado sees what he likes and if jado sees like if he he routes well and he plays at least consistent like i think jado could like beat anyone honestly mm. yeah i agree on that though, Here though i wonder yeah counter Sorry, argument all right, because as as a representative of 3B, all right, I got to stand up for our, our homies, you know, and full air. I'm going to be honest, uh, like in the middle of the season, I was like, my opinion was not very high. But in this in these last few matches, like full air almost beat me and she has been scrimming a lot. She's been scrimming with pinkish. And again, she scrimmed with Yato. And I, I will admit this wasn't Yato's best match, right? Mm hmm. But I'm pretty sure it was 13 to three in invasion, or like 11 to three, and Yato forfeited or something crazy. Like, uh, yeah, sometimes it was it was a wash. Yeah, and I mean, as... again, th- these matches happen, right? Yeah, but they they do happen. Again, I feel like Jado has had matches where he got three goals and then he just saw uh, forfeit. And I've seen mm-hmm. other scrims with other players too. Um, it might have been sega star or somebody else where he just like i opened the card and there was like nothing click for jado and everything was clicked for for the opposing players like what happened is he gone yeah. <laughs> i was so, trying to like sneak <laughs> and see, trying to like study jado and so i just couldn't study anything because nothing was clicked <laughs> yeah yeah i and, and yeah echo tomato's point on Flair. i think that she's Flair's definitely been putting the work in in the back half of the season sort of 
like, I, I think I agree with the assessment that sort of towards the middle it was a little rough, but I think post the match with Pinkish was sort of this turning point for, for Folair where I think after that match they started scrimming a lot more. Um, they ended up, you know, the, the, I think there was a lot more practice hours put in, especially on the side of Pinkish, and we'll get to her in a second, um, had put in the hours, had put in the time, right? They could pop off. Um, and uh, the one concern I have about, about Yato is, like, can he mentally work a best of three, right? I think that goes for anybody in Division Three, um, But I think Yato especially um, might be more momentum-driven mm-hmm. um, and may end up stumbling if he doesn't get the, the first win um, and maybe sort of knocked off balance. And so... I think at the at the end of the day, it's going to be close. I think it may be closer than you would expect from from based on Folair's record and based on Yato's record. Though I kind of have to give the edge to to Yato here. I think that he's just been looking very very strong in the back half of this season, and um, I think it's it's it'll it'll come down to consistency. But I think he has the edge. I agree with you yep. with this the the momentum sort of driven from Jado. I remember in a scrim that we had, I almost lost and he had like this sick triple click against me. I forget what it was, but it was it involved boss rematch, eight episodes and something else. And he was just so excited. And we were in a call at the same time. He was like, yeah, I just did that. And I was like, oh my <laughs> lord, I'm going to lose this match. I was like two, I was two and six or something like that. Maybe Tomato was in the call, but uh, it like, I I feel like when he gets into that situation where he gets his uh, momentums and he's up on the board a lot, I feel like he plays really good when when he, when when that happens to him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think Match can go either way. I think uh, Fuller could probably push out a dub or Yada could push out a dub. Um, either of them, like like both of them have improved a lot, and I think either of them can win. Here. I think it's closer but if you had to than pick. The seating would suggest. Just because you know Div three's three B's better, you know we, we could just we can just look at the facts here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> yeah, this playoffs is so well, important, and trying to see uh, who's improving more in this break, who is going to to pull a last step that is uh, more a more distant step and separate themselves from the other players. Who will keep screaming, screaming, and practicing against their good players and and efficient practice too, and not just uh you know like uh, turning on the game and just uh, to, uh, yeah. go around Delfino fiddling around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if I had to pick though uh, between Yato and Fuller, I think Yato is definitely more favored, uh, but we never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a tough call. I think. For is that our point. official I'm- prediction? Uh, yeah. Well, it's three. If you vote for Falaire, it's still three to one, I think. Ooh. I will pencil I in. I will pencil yeah, you can, in Yato. You can pencil in Yato. I, I think that's fair. All right. We we may we may come back to that. All right. Second matchup: Ko versus Darkman. Ko ending up as the uh, as the sixth seed from three B. Darkman the seventh seed from three A. KO is an interesting case, um, uh, for me at least. Uh, KO has looked looked very weak at the beginning of the season. 
Yep. Um, and then it's sort of similar to to a lot of Division Three, I think, sort of exploded into like a very very strong position, right? And I think the the risk for KO is if he mentally does not feel like he can win a match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think KO does best when KO is is prepared and feels like they're set up to win. KO does poorly when KO feels like that they're not uh, they're not like equipped to win, right? Or they like make an early mistake and they sort of they sort of fall apart um, and 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 lose their way. But I think that on the right day, KO is is incredibly scary and could and I think has scrimmed a lot, has been thinking a lot about bingo theory, and I think is very well set up for, for a best of three, but he needs to basically win the first game for it to go his way. I want Lego to analyze my playstyle like this, yo. Like, <laughs> I want him to just condense it into this like neat little archetype that I can go look at and like, yeah, dude, he's, he's right. It's like horoscopes. Yeah. I could say I could say basically. Anything. Let's go. <laughs> like I was gonna come. All out. right, but Darkman. Darkman's also an interesting, interesting story. One of the Div Three A uh, folks want to talk up Darkman. Yeah, I haven't really seen much of Darkman. Uh, I played. I played my match against him. I beat him like thirteen to four in regular lockout. Um, I know for a fact Darkman's one of the slower players of Three uh, A. Uh, but I don't know how he's been lately because I played him in week four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been yeah. quite a and while. That was a bit of a that was a bit of a dominant victory. Yeah, I I would say as far as his recent performance goes, like other than the match against Derp, which was like very very close, um, down to basically Derp uh, making sort of a poor choice in the in the late game, and that that sort of gave Darkman the 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 air to come back into it. Um, Darkman hasn't really impressed me all that much even in the back half the wins were sort of weak and the the losses didn't look the strongest either so I, I, it's tough to feel excited for dark man um i think it's gonna be a tough match I, obviously anything can happen in a best of three like we mentioned ko could have a like a critical gameplay mistake early and just be in a sour mental mood for the rest of the match but um I, I I see Ko having having the advantage in this matchup. I feel like what separates Ko from Darkman is that Darkman hasn't really had like a breakout match where he's like gone against one of the best in three A and like had a very strong strong showing and that was in a really competitive yeah. match where like Ko versus Juan was down to the wire. That could have gone either yeah. way at the end of the day, right? Right. So yeah. yeah, like look, like look, like it's it's easy to like look at like his recent performances in the last couple weeks of the season, which were against some of the strongest players. Th- lost three to eleven in invasion against Dex. Lost thirteen four against Wild Jeff. Um, lost thirteen six against Libre. Right, like this is it. It's it's sort of tough to 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 see him thriving against tough opponents. Um, and Ko will be a tough opponent. For um, yeah, that, I think Ko is. Sorry, I think Ko. Oh, it's a... okay. Um, uh, that match against uh, Darkman. Um, it was um, in the beginning. It was sort of uh, he got he did he did beat me to uh, I believe uh, five links, and it was a draft, and um, and 
he did I drafted five linked and after the draft period he did steal five links from me and um he had the early lead after the draft period. But um just um I remember him drafting two one hundred coin shines and I think that was probably not the best at draft two. Mm. But so I knew that he was not going to do that. So sometimes uh I don't know if it, if uh draft will be played between these players but uh, you can sort of see him um, maybe not being the best in that format. So, um, I, in my opinion, I think I see uh, Kale go uh, uh, maybe getting a win over Darkman. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. On that. I agree with that prediction. <laughs> All right, write it in your well, little I've sheet, Lego. Right, I've written <laughs> it in my little sheet. All right. Um, next match. Um, we can't talk about the next match without talking about um the play-in that needs to happen this this upcoming yep. week. Uh, Derp and Plank, um, were are need to play out their match, and the winner of which will decide who is the eighth seed yeah. for three A. Um, and they so... will face off against the fifth seed in Pinkish from three B. Um, yeah. So let's 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 dial in on on the play-in first in three A. Um, Derp and Plank are, it's interesting. I think Derp has not played to expectations. I think Plank has not played to his ability. And so it's, it's, it's a bit of an interesting match just solely from the fact that it has playoff implications now, um, because of Tom Dollars dropping out and sort of shifting the, the, the seating around, um, do you do you feel the same? Um, so, go on, go on. With their plankton, it's kind of confusing because like plankton consulted us. Uh, he didn't like officially consult any TOs, but he said he wanted to, like he said he wanted to drop out. Um, and then Tom dropped out, so that that kind of changed things up a bit. So he came back. Uh, he he said he wanted to come back, but then Derp, on the other hand, said they. Uh, didn't know if they wanted to do their playoffs, but I think I think they're still going to do their match, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure because Derp said Plankton has never responded uh, to his DM. Hmm. That sounds sort of like Plankton. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I was going to say gonna... so. I was gonna say that I was thinking secretly. Oh, Plankton's gonna rise up his game because I know he's really good buddies with Kale, so they were gonna scrim and like practice more. <laughs> but yeah. then if Plankton hasn't reply, even replied to. Uh, I have so. <laughs> my faith is dwindling. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And you know it, it may all end up being for moot because you're going up against pinkish who is again in that category of really explosive second half of the season yeah um, definitely. even more so than Flair, i think i i have become a pinkish stan i think we all are low-key <laughs> in these past couple of uh these past couple of days performances against urbani and juan aside pinkish has looked very good um in sort of the the middle to late part of the season sort of was on a five game win streak in the Mojungo. And then obviously facing like the two toughest, uh, two of the toughest competitors um, and the, the number one and number uh, uh, the number one and the number two seed in, in division three B in Juan and Urbani didn't look too strong there, but has definitely leveled up, uh, leveled up her gameplay a bunch. Um, And 
I based on the performance I've seen so far from from Plank and and Derp, I'm just not sure that either of them have the have the capability of beating Pinkish right now. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, go on. No. And I know in our episode with Jeff, we talked about like how do you improve at Super Mario Sunshine Bingo? And what did Jeff say? Scrim. Scrim a lot. Scrim often. Scrim whenever you can. And someone who has been doing that is Pinkish. She has mm-hmm. been fiending for the bingo. She will at Scrimmer all the time. She's like, been Scrim me The drive too. is there. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is that makes Pinkish a really scary opponent. Yeah. Um, I believe that her mentality is also good, and she will definitely mm-hmm. use her top League of Legends um, um, <laughs> map, awareness, map awareness, awareness and, and uh, tournament mindset into her into her first tourney match. So I I pull I will pull uh, Pinkish over anybody that of these two players. Mm-hmm. I yep, I I agree. think we we're in alignment there. Um, so winner of Derp versus Plank will play Pinkish, but I think we favor Pinkish in either in either uh, either. Matchup. I could see a Derp if, versus Pinkish if if, yeah. if if the match plays out. I think yeah, if the match if, plays out, like like that's not saying that either of them couldn't win. I think Derp is favored against Plankton just because I, I yes. Plankton just has not had a good season. Has not sort of impressed me with the with the routing side of things. I think it comes down to sort of number of scrims played and and sort of learnings taken from from those scrims. I think Derp has done a better job of that. Um, again, like Derp has not played to his level or their level yet, um, and and obviously that could change at any time. But just based on past results, it, it's tough seeing that happen in a best of three. Yeah, if their match even happens. <laughs> if their match even happens, we don't even know if Derp we'll versus Plank out. will happen. But but yeah, yep. All right, then we'll move on to the last match in the in the first round of Division Three playoffs: Jer versus Mo Jungo. Jer Jungo. This is interesting. How's that looking? I I think it's also interesting. In 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 the sense that like, Jer has wins over. Like Yato, right? As we were just sort of talking up Yato a bunch, right? Mm-hmm. Jer has won over Darkman. Jer has won um, over. Uh, let's see here. Jer has won over uh, Plank and, and Spanish Meerkat. A little less impressive uh, wins uh, in the in the grand scheme of things. Um, win against May as well, right? But like, had like close ones against Juka against mm-hmm. you um, at a relatively close one at the beginning of the season against wild jeff um yep. sort of came alive in the back half of the season with some with some key wins against sort of the easier opponents and some good performances against the rest um and you look at mojungo on the other side a veteran of the bingo bango bongo tournament <laughs> um a had a big win against jay buzzy b in the back half of the season a match that if you were talking ever with Mojungo, was convinced he was going to lose um, and was able to play that invasion card super well, stick, keep his mind in the game mentally, and, like, rally back and, and, and clinch that win, which is, is huge. Yeah. 
I think what's interesting about this matchup is that I think a lot of the other matches, it was like one of these people has shown really strong potential against top opponents, where like the other hasn't. But in this case, I feel like both of them, A, have really been improving this season, and have put up mm -hmm. like solid performances against the best people in their divisions. Like again, like yeah. Bo beating Buzzy and then Jer, he's hot out. he would be on a five win streak if he didn't lose twelve to thirteen against Yujuka. So both of them kinda goaded. Yeah. So I think that can go either way. But if I had to say I think I have faith in Jungo, but I also have faith in Jer, so I literally don't know who's gonna win that. Also Jer is uh screaming quite a bit against Dex too, and that's helping him up a bunch. Oh, yeah. And uh mm. um and um, if my Texas brother has to win, I feel like he needs to to really be on his top tier gameplay. And um, mm -hmm. oh, it's gonna be like uh, I can oh, I could see it either way. If you have to pick, which one though? It's hard. This one I think is might be the hardest. I, yeah. I definitely think in the first round, this is this is probably one of the toughest to pick between. Well, Mojango did. Uh, he was the champion of Bingo Bango Bongo, so I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna put bets on him. He does have the tournament clutch factor. That that, that is true. That is true. He know? does have more tournament experience, and that's a mentality <laughs> issue. Yeah. You know, I I might actually go for the upset if you call it an upset. I think I will go for the upset and actually vote for Mojango here. I think if he if he played, and he sneaks it up a win. And remember, it's best of three, too. We don't know how Jerry mm -hmm. does in best of three. Like, I've seen good scrims from him, but that was only one game. You know, I haven't seen, mm -hmm. like, multiple games I in a row. I will say, I feel like I've also seen Jer beat Wild Jeff in a scrim, who has done pretty well in his division. Um, mm -hmm. So, that's... like, maybe that's also maybe worth thinking about. Oh, that's true. After, sadly, Tomato dropping out, I think Wild Jeff is one of the best routers in this division. <laughs> Um, obviously, uh, I'm not counting a, a, a lot in the top. I'm I'm talking about the best of the rest people. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, that is that is true. And Jared does have the speed advantage, most definitely, over Mojango. Mm -hmm. it, Rubber meets the road. Got to pick. It's so hard. <laughs> it I'm going for the upset here. I'm going for Mojango. I'm going for Jungo. Alright, it looks like Mojungo it is. Alrighty. <laughs> we'll pencil we'll pencil in Mr. Mojungo from uh, as advancing in our predictions. Now let's head back up to the top and we'll rejoin Mr. Yato after his uh, predicted victory. Um, and he faces off against uh, a member of this quartet here, um, in in myself, um, who I will say for myself, I had very little expectations going in. I feel like I had some pretty key wins, but I think that I will be the first to say that my performance these past couple of matches have not been to my level, um, uh, uh, or rather to my expected level. And you could chalk that up maybe to the quality of competition improving. I think there's there's definitely a lot of strengthening, even in the even in the bottom half of the bracket. The people we're not talking about, folks like Azak and Pixel, um, and and 
Um, yeah. uh, in, in that end, I think both of them have become a lot stronger in terms of bingo play. Um, that just it just wasn't enough to be able to make it into uh, into the playoff brackets. Um, but I think the the expectation was perhaps that I would have a stronger performance against them, and I did not. Um, which means that going up against Mr. Yato all of a sudden becomes very scary um, because Yato has definitely shown that he is capable of of winning whenever, wherever. So, yeah. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, this is definitely, for me, it's, it's very much a toss-up. I think the question is going to be how well is... I think the onus is, like, on Yato... Like the question is, how well is Yato gonna route? Because Lego, I feel like your routing is is your one. It's like your strong suit, right? You're always gonna route well, pretty much. And like sometimes there will be the mm. occasional error that I disagree with, but I feel like for the most part, your routing is like one of the strongest in Div Three. I definitely top five in my IMO, as they say. So I think the question is gonna be, will you be able to out route Yato or not? Or will Yato find like a route that will be sufficient to give him a victory? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Libre, I think when I see this match, we I really have to see what's the first variants going to be picked, and um, mm-hmm. I feel Jado. When I scream Jado, I feel maybe not his strongest matchups was a regular lockout for him uh, being that in in invasion you know he can start (laughs) comfy on his side and not being touched in the beginning jado gets a momentum that way he's a momento type of player so but if you somehow picked a lockout against him you can he he feels sort of like exposed in the beginning of the game and that can work against him and that's why you often see a lot of screams from him getting only three goals and then he forfeits or something like this so uh it really depends on i feel on the who what's gonna be the first uh variant and what's uh who's what's uh i believe what's lego gonna pick and um Mm-hmm. And will he, you bring your A game towards him? If you get yeah, a good the, start against him, you know uh, it, it's really beautiful when you set up your own um, your own route and your own uh, your own start, and everything's everything is lining up in like Lego pieces. Like it, it like mm-hmm. you start feeling really good about the match, and you then you finish it out strong. Like, but um, I think you. It's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be <laughs> really close if you, um, yeah. if there is blunt, if there's uh, mistakes on both sides. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think to that end, I think Yato thrives on more limited options uh, than than what like a draft or a lockout could present, which is rough, because I think that our speeds are comparable, or he has a edge over me, mm. um, in terms of in terms of speed of gameplay. Um, and so if the formats where he is weakest uh, do not favor me in terms of my gameplay style, it, it presents an interesting dichotomy. Do I pick a format I know I can route better in mm-hmm. and I can play better in at the risk of allowing Yato to route better? Mm-hmm. Or do I pick a format that I am at a disadvantage in with the hope that I can out route my way out of it? 
Um, I think that will be the that'll be the trick, uh, and I will relish the fact that I have variant choice in in games one. And do we see Lego? Uh, do we see Lego grinding any percent in this week? <laughs> yeah, one twenty two. One twenty two. One twenty two days. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, and and the I think the other half is like I've not scrimmed much, if at all. Um, I've I've picked up scrims at the back end of half of the season, so. I need to get back on that rhythm. Life's been pretty busy. Indeed. I think life's been busy for everyone. You've been so, busy, Lego. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I, but you know, I don't want to mentally jinx myself by saying that I think Yato will win this match. Mm-hmm. I think that I, I have the capability to win. Oh, you it, definitely so have I a have shot. To vote for myself you de- here. You definitely have a shot. Um, but I don't want to count myself as as deciding who's gonna. Who's going to move on? So uh, let's start with you, Juka. What, what are your thoughts on, on this match? Um, sorry, kind of, I kind of zoned out a bit. What Yato versus Lego. Talk about Lego Yato. Lego Yato. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, like I heard, Lego, you're one of the best routers in Div 3B. Or, yeah, Div 3B. Uh, almost, almost, says the, almost said Div 3A. <laughs> you're one of the best routers of Div 3A, except Yato is also uh, rising up in the ranks as one of the greater players in uh, Div 3A. So, I think you're still kind of favored. Uh, Yato's a bit shaky when it comes to his routing. Um, he has a slight speed advantage, but that doesn't really matter as much as routing in this situation. Uh, so, I think I think you're more favored in this matchup. Hmm... Yeah, honestly, I think I'm gonna have to give this one to Lego. Uh, but I do like if there. I think if there's an upset that happens in this like wave, I think Yato has the most potential to pull it off. I I think I would agree definitely. But I think this will be a very close. This will be a very close match. I see it going to game three. I would not be surprised. I definitely. See I would not be surprised yeah. that this goes to game three. It's definitely going to the game three. I think. Yeah. yeah. But you know, you get the podcast priority. Let's go Lego. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going. We're going, to, we're going with Lego myself here. myself in. Oh, we get. We get to have a great discussion uh, when we get on to the next you round. You know, my mind. We'll, my we'll mind says Lego. My mind says Lego, but my heart says Yato. I feel. My heart says Yato too. I think I th- it would be great to see him do very, very well. But I, I may have yeah. to put the kibosh on his dreams. Um, I want to see we'll both see. win. Yeah, dude. It's kind of yeah. tragic. It's uh, it, it's tough, but only only one can win. So you gotta hope he goes to three games then. Yeah. All right. Dropping down, the winner of KO of Darkman is KO, um, and going up against Dex, um, in from Division Three A mm. as the uh, as the third seed. Um, thoughts on that? Because Dex has looked. Dex is one of the one of the uh, one of the lads up at nine and two, right? Had a pretty tremendous yep. season. All things considered, dropping games to just uh, Yujuka and to Libre, who ended up going, uh, ended up uh, uh, being the first and second seeds. Um, so beat everybody else. Um, can he beat Ko? I think he can. I, I mean, Dex is probably one of the most improved bingo players out of anyone in three A. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, have, I have super high hopes that he can win that. Uh, Dex obviously being faster, um, 
overall. And then I think his routing has definitely gotten much, much better uh, more than anything. Dex is honestly one of my favorites to win the entire tournament, and here's why. Because... Yeah. Like I think his his play he's he's won six in a row. Like let's just let's just get that out of the way. He's won six in a row against what a the top competition, the top players in three A. He's been scrimming all the time. He has wins over Bonnie and scrims. He's been he's been going off. Yeah. So he's he's popping off. Yeah. So unless Ko can he work the say. magic, like. This is a clear dex win in my mind. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I definitely see yeah. dex going and he is a consistent player and I feel like he is going to definitely win this. Yeah, even 2-0, honestly. That strong, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I I I have to I kind of have to give it to the edge to dex here. I I think KO had, I think KO's performance is just too variable to be able to count on a best of three against somebody as strong as Dex right now. Um, and so I, I think you got to give the edge to Dex. Yep. Yeah. He's even scrimmed me and beaten me in scrims too, twice, I believe. I, he has a winning record against me in scrims. And I think if he plays <laughs> like his scrims do, I think he's going to do very good. He's going to do a good job. His routing is good. He's a well-rounded player. His routing is good. He likes his blues. He likes to. He is. He, there's no. There's no. What do you, What do you call it? Disadvantages to his play. I will believe mm -hmm. he's. Very, he's very uh, consistent. Very well-rounded. A 120 player in any percent. And I. 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 I, I will vote for Dex here in this. Uh, this matchup. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Let's move on then to a very interesting matchup: Wild Jeff versus Pinkish. Um, so Pinkish winning the, that first round match, going up against Wild Jeff, um, who bit of an interesting character, I think, all things considered. Um, you know, just barely squeaked out of the of a bye, basically due to due to head to head. Um, has some pretty decent wins there, and also has looked not the strongest. Um, in sort of the back half of the season, uh, well, actually, that's that's not really being super fair. Losses were to like Tom Dollars, lost to Ulibre, yep. um, lost to Dex. Like you're speaking about Dex, um, but definitely is one of the people who's been taking Bingo very very seriously and is putting a lot of thought and energy into it. Um, what are his chances against Pinkish? Um. I believe that while Jeff sometimes he plays just a little bit too defensive when he doesn't know what when he doesn't know well his um, his um, his uh, opponent. Uh, I believe he's he's a very good router and he's a very good um, a player and brain player. But I believe when there are times where he needs to steal goals from a really powerful worlds i think he doesn't go too aggressive and that can backfire him a little bit in the mid game to late game decisions um so it, it really depends on how well will will we see him a little bit more aggressive style towards that will we see him um 
study his opponents well before the match. Um, like, and let's not forget that uh, while Jeff he he went thirteen and twelve against M- Mason in a scrim. That's true. He he mm. has the potential yeah. to play really good even against Stiff two on a good day on a good <laughs> and if his uh, routing is good. I could see um I could see while Jeff winning this. Yeah. I think what kinda holds uh Hefe back a bit is his speed. Um he's not really the fastest player. He's definitely got routing, uh, but he's really not all that fast. Uh however against Pink however against Pinkish, they're they're pretty similar speeds. Uh although Pinkish is a bit more consistent. Mm-hmm. I do um, agree. In her so I th- gameplay is I still think Hefe might be a uh, favorite in that. I think Wild Jeff is definitely yeah. favored, but where I do worry is that I think he might underestimate Pinkish. And here's why I think that. Because from talking yeah. with Wild Jeff, yeah, I can agree on he that. seems already extremely focused on the theoretical match that would happen with Urbani after, right? Like, we've talked in calls, He's he seemed seems very confident that that is what's he what he who's gonna play and where his playoff run is gonna end. So what I'm worried about is that he isn't gonna give Pinkish enough credit and not do his homework and prep enough for her. Ooh, uh, that's, that's that very might true. bite him. So that's very you true. know Jeff. If I, you're listening I was gonna to this, say that you know, I was gonna say yeah, the same thing. You know, don't take Pinkish lightly. She's kind of cracked. All right, all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I I think I think Pinkish has shown a uniqueness in her routing ability that cannot be understated. She has a good game sense for when to go for certain goals, which can exploit over defensive play, like Libre mentioned. Exactly. Um, if if Pinkish sees the correct line, she can definitely take a game against Wild Jeff, maybe even two. And if Wild Jeff is so focused on this potential Urbani match, and you know there's no love loss between the two of them, um, he needs to get through Pinkish first if he wants to see that happen. That being yeah. said, I still think he's favored for yes. the reasons that Juka mentioned. It, the the speed is similar. I think his routing has been dem- has been dem- has been consistently above Pinkish's level, but I think Pinkish does have the capability to spike. And if Wild Jeff is not careful, Pinkish could very easily take this this uh, this series, and he will never get his Urbani match um, in the playoffs. Yep. 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 That's, that's a good. Up, that's yeah. a good conclusion right there. Yeah. So I think we have we have Wild Jeff moving on most likely, but that's not a that's not a. Yeah, it definitely is going to go that way, like it was with sort of with Dax. It, this is much more. It's going to be contingent. He's going to have to play well, yeah. and he's going to have to. He's going to have to uh, to to put in his his prep work. Yeah. As we move on to match H, I want to uh, just let you guys know uh, that I just realized everyone on the bottom part of the bracket right here has a J name. You have Jared, Jongo, J. Buzzy B, and Chuka. That's Talks. crazy. <laughs> Whoa. And hey, if Wild Hefe gets his gets his match, you get you have Wild Jeff. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Only if it's with a G. That's close really enough. Close <laughs> enough. We'll give it to you. Well, Hefe. That's what people call him. <laughs> well then Brother. let's well then let's talk about let's talk about the, the J that we haven't talked about. The J Buzzy B. Um Bit of a bit of an overperformance story, I think. I, I'm not sure what people expected for J Buzzy B going into the league, but 
definitely showed up and impressed, um, I think, all things considered. And, like, yeah, sort of had a bit of a, you know, bit of a weak half back at the season, losing to Juan, losing to uh, Mojungo, but has looked, like, surprisingly dominant in the in the front half of the season. Um, and I think the... the the defining factor of of Jay Buzzy B, which I've heard people draw similarities to Samu um, in this way, in that he seems to be able to counter like the traditional bingo play. Um, mm-hmm. Like he seems to have sort of a very good read on what his opponent is going to do, and sort of is able to build routes that counter it pretty handily. Um, and if he gets ahead, he tends to stay ahead, um, and really tends to be able to drive a victory. Um, uh, from the get-go. But if he ends up on the back foot very early, he's definitely beatable, and he's he's had cards where he's looked not the strongest, and he's had cards where he's looked um, uh, ver- much more variable um, in his play. Um, but it cannot be understated that he has had some pretty dominating victories against some of the top Division 3B uh, competitors, um, and is cannot be taken lightly um, because uh, just just that sh- that de- demonstrated strength is is so large. To me, Jay Buzzy feels like a, a wild card in a way, where if I feel like if he shows up, he could beat almost anyone. But I think he also definitely has matches where he will make kind of odd decisions. Uh, specifically what comes to mind is his match versus Mojungo where he had a significant early lead. Like, I literally tuned out of the stream. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is over. I don't see how Jay Buzzy <laughs> find the lose con. <laughs> but uh, and yeah, yet, Mojungo yeah, showing his comeback prowess, you know, it's just the experience coming in. But And look who he's facing in this exactly. match. Exactly. That that's that's also Mojungo. Like, the the storyline, you know, like. Uh, Does Mojungo win in the best of three, though? It's hard. That's really hard. JBuzzCB JBuzzCB is um, he has beaten me in a scrim earlier in the season, and we play we kind of we played two games this season, and um, and there was a match where I drafted all my goals, he drafted all his, he just threw all his goals in the trash can, all the draft goals, and he just went to Gelato and got everything in one. And uh, it was a close match at the end, but still, though, um, Jbussy just immediately told me after game, you tend to go for your draft goals a bit too much. (laughs) 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 Just, um, but I believe the weakness of Jbussy B is not uh, late game, not knowing his win cons, and not uh, Mm -hmm. finishing out strong. I do believe that's the drawback of Jbussy B, and uh, I've seen that in his play. A little bit, and if he, if he doesn't um, play good for that, uh, he uh, I could see um, Mojango maybe beating him again. <laughs> but I think JBusyB will bring his A game, and I think he's going to I think he's going to be screaming, and he's going to to uh, to want to because I I believe JBusyB is a very competitive player. He 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 mm-hmm. was in the melee scene a while back ago, mm. and I believe that he will want his revenge back against Mojango. So I do yeah. see yeah. Jay Bussy B playing very well this match. So I will I yeah. will put Jay Bussy B on top. Libre, uh, did you play 
Uh, just to clarify, did you play uh, Jay Buzzy B like in Bingo's like years ago? Um, I don't think we ever met on the two v two tourney. Uh, if we did, maybe I did play him, maybe in a scrim a long time ago. Uh, I, I believe maybe he was my partner in a two v two scrim one time too. And uh, he said, uh, yeah, we're brothers from a while back, you know, being one of the older players in the community, you know, um, he's just a, he's just a lad, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to know, like, what you kind of, like, thought about his, uh, his bingos, like, over the years. Uh, he, he's, he's played about the same, but his, he's yeah. been learning a lot more recently. I remember he was yeah. asking me for help to how to get the turbo, uh, the early turbo unlock, and um, I I told him how to do it. He was having some difficulty, and he was able to like learn it quite a bit fast after that. So he didn't need my help anymore. But um, uh, he was he needed to. Re I remember him needing to defrost a lot when he first joined this uh, mm -hmm. uh, season two of, uh, of the Bingo League, and. Um, I remember it took him quite a bit to get to where he is now, mm -hmm. and but the drawback is still about the same. The late game decisions and knowing his win cons. If he fixes that, I think he can win this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I would agree. That's how I see it. Um, I think we I think Mojungle may be able to pull a game out like he like he did against J Buzzy B, but I don't think J Buzzy B will lose. I best twice. of three. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a best of three, I think it's just, it, I think it's just too insurmountable. Um, so that moves Jay Buzzy B up to face another member of this quartet. But we've got a showdown of of uh, of of epic proportions here. You have me moving on to face you. Is that because so Libra? Did you pick that because your only loss this season? was against one Mr. Yata. Um, and so you picked me to advance so you wouldn't have yeah. to deal with the with the mental uh, with the mental anguish of facing the the one person keeping you from an eleven and 0 record. I will say this. I will man up and pick invasion against Mr. Jado if Mr. Jado wins and goes to face me. All right, you've heard it yeah. here first, but I think you're you are the number one seed out of Division Three A. It is it is it, it is hard to understate your accomplishments in the rest of the season. Obviously, we didn't get to see you really play until week two because of the Tom Dollars forfeit. Mm -hmm. um, but since then, you uh, you know you sort of just started off strong and got even stronger. You know, had some pretty dominating wins against folks like Dex against against Darkman, and then you you had the win against Juka to close out the season, and the win against Wild Jeff. You just have been been on a tear. You are definitely a a titanic force to face for whoever makes it to you. Oh, oh please, um, this is not the Libre first to thirteen podcast. <laughs> 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 I've got I got to give I got to give some of the love back, right? You know, I love you, Lego. Uh, you, you were saying all that. Saying all that good stuff about me, but um, you know, I I can't. I again, it's sort of like facing against Mr. Yato. Like I think that this is definitely going to be w one of the hardest matches uh, for for me. I think it, I think it's going to be a hard match regardless. I think that there's the that uh, the the speed differential as well as the routing knowledge. The routing knowledge may be comparable, 
and the the speed advantage is is fairly fairly large that it would be an uphill battle for me to win two um to two win two matches i may be able to take a game off mm-hmm. i may not you might need to I think it's 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 it, for sure you need sorry. to um you need me losing three minutes in getting the turbo <laughs> or you need me uh, dying a lot <laughs> yeah i need you i need you to i need you to fail the clip yeah. for a little you while you need me to have a really bad turbo. day too and uh and yeah if they, i and get in yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I maybe see myself taking a game, but it, it, it would be a tall order to take. I could it. see it on the, yeah. on if the first game is very shaky on the first variant that I pick, and uh, and you take a win off of that, and then you pick mm-hmm. your variant of your choice. I could see it. Yeah, that that it it have to be a confluence of. Yeah. I will also say I feel like Libre, your the way you route and like think about the game, I feel like that works really well against slower players. Because what I feel when I play against faster players is a lot of time they undervalue Pinna and they ignore it. And then mm-hmm. even though I'm slower, I can like make up that difference in Delfino shines. I can make up that difference by doing like early Rico or in other quick shines. But I feel like what you have over some other uh, faster players is that you you tend to value Pinna like like you, when you can go to Pinna you tend to, as opposed to a lot yeah. of people who will go with like twelve shines and think they'll still win. I do agree, and many people are starting to see that, and they can also you know counter my play with maybe a Serena or a Pianta or you know like um um they. Uh, or like a heavy blues route with progression towards Pinna, and if if the I believe if it's a really good blue card, then you might have maybe an edge over me, mm-hmm. possibly too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I'd say I'd say more times though out of not you're you're gonna get this uh, pretty handily and uh, with good reason. I think that uh, I think that you you've definitely been one of those that has improved a ton over the season and your record definitely reflects that yeah yeah i'm still disbelief i can't believe that i done this well uh, coming back after in the bingo for like when was the last time i played bingo in the uh row control tournament <laughs> long time ago dang <laughs> that's two or three years ago or something like that it's, yeah mm-hmm. it's been a while for me yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time and you came back uh Came back wrong. Risen from so the grave, will, from the Kona <laughs> spirit. I will put you. I will the put Kona you over grave. me, but I will not let that. I will not let that mental Please block. Don't. Exist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I will come at my. Keep screaming. I will keep come playing. at my full strength. <laughs> yeah. Bring, I want to give you. A bring good me match. everything you have. <laughs> Speaking of good matches, um, Juan versus Dex. Juan, Ooh. former Division Two. Um, dropped down to Division Three, yeah. has definitely left his mark as the number two seed behind a certain individual we will be talking about very soon. <laughs> um, dropped two games during the season, um, and they were against the number one seed, and then also against Mr. Tomato, Yo. pulling out a victory against Juan. But um, after Ooh. that, or after that, or Bonnie match, we're again looking at a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game win streak for Juan. He has looked nigh Ooh, wow. untouchable. Closest match after that point was was uh, was against yeah. Ko, um, which was uh, again I think more of a testament to Ko's strengths than necessarily Juan's weakness. There, um, I think Juan looked still pretty good during that match, but but Ko definitely looked a lot stronger than he um, than he had earlier in the season. 
Um, and then going up against Dex. Um, this is going to be pretty quintessential speed versus routing matchup. Um, I think Dex definitely has the edge in terms of speed. So who wins then? Will be uh, will be Juan, Juan's routing or Dex's Dex's speed plus routing. This is really difficult. Yeah. Because I feel like Juan's win condition in all of his matches is to find this huge big brain thing. But I also feel like if if there's like a throw artist between Juan and Dex, it is probably the guy who spent ten minutes trying to do rocket storage against me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like the question is like I feel like Dex is known as this really solid player, and what he also has is speed, right? Mm. And the question is, is that gonna be sufficient to defeat Juan, right? Yeah, and, and Juan's reputation as a slow boy, I think, is overstated um, by, by quite a bit. Juan, notoriously not a, person to, uh, not a person to do any percent runs, neglected to join the 122 Tuesdays Any Percent Spectacular last week. Um, uh, sort of revels... We're doing it this week, though, yeah, right, Juan? <laughs> sort, but, but Juan's sort of the type that does revel in the, in the fact he's got like a, like a 150x... Um, uh, any percent time, um, sort of like likes relishing in the fact that that he's a quote unquote slower player, but you know clearly could PB at any time, um, in his in his life. Um, and fortunately, the places where yeah. he loses time in his PB, they don't show up in bingo all that often. You ain't going the Noki Six. Um, uh, yeah. So I think Same, to be I honest. think there is a speed differential between Juan and Dex, but I don't know if it's as big as you might initially think by the way that Juan talks about sort of his speed. Yeah. I think I think Juan could put up a fight against Dex. Uh, it could probably be a 2-1, honestly. 2-1, yeah. uh, either player wins, you know. 2-Juan? Is, is it 2-Juan, or is it Juan-1? I See, I think... While the speed differential is definitely overblown, right? Like, I still think, even if you, like, say Juan's, like, a mid-130s player, because I feel like that's probably more accurate as to, like, where his PB could be now, mm -hmm. that's still a big speed gap, right? Yeah. So he's not winning any races, and Dex knows his routes. Uh, speaking about that, um, uh, we all know Juan likes um, his level progression with blues and that's how he makes up to it if it is a race to pin out you know and if there's a lot of late game goals um mm -hmm. dex is really good with his blues like i seen him play in scrims and he really knows how to route his blues and 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 do that and i think like dex has an advantage over that over juan with his speed so it's looking uh, it's looking for me for to be dex favorite i think does the X factor of Juan having two format choices change that calculus? Possibly two. It could go to game three. That's yeah. big. That honestly. is that is as the slower because, player. Yeah. That is huge because you can you can pick yep. formats that provide you advantage. Um, now, notably, that probably won't be invasion. I think me and Juan don't see eye to eye on this. I feel like invasion is is advantageous in some cases if you are the slower player. Um, uh, obviously, I, you can I also get agree. blown out. Um, but I felt like my best yeah. match in Invasion was against Urbani. Um, and I was decently set up to potentially win that. Um, but um, I think that, like, 
you know, you could pick like a row control or a a draft or, or a King Boo lockout. Or King Boo lockout. I don't think we're going to allow King Boo lockout, but um, uh, like I I think that it it ends up uh, you know it'll still be tough. I think it, this is not a gimme for Juan by any by any stretch of the imagination, um, but I think Juan could pull it out um, with the with a with the right confluence of factors, I think experience is king. Um, and Juan has it in sure. spades. Um, and Juan has played in a tournament setting. Um, and so will will have that, that mentality in, in place. I think Juan might have the edge here. This is really tough for me. I think Juan's win condition is very narrow. And that is, I pick prob- like, probably row control. And he probably picks, like, draft if we ban King Poo Lockout. I don't know what the rules are with that, right? And I think... Because I, 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 know, I know how Juan feels when it comes to Invasion. It, it, it's feels like, it feels like an RNG game. Where if you just get the wrong card, you just lose. And then sometimes you get a decent card and you still lose. Just because you're slower. And that, that happens, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I mean, I know you don't agree. We can talk about this more in DMs. It's it's definitely more complex than I'm making it sound. Yeah. Right. No, I I completely agree. Yeah. I, I, I see yeah. your perspective. One thing. But um. Yeah, I think what's key is whether Juan can win in his his picks. That's what he has to do to win. And most matchup. importantly, me and Juan, we're gonna be scrimming. All right, Juan, come on, brother. Ooh. You got this, man. Ooh, brother. <laughs> Secretly DM me your Ooh. your first pick, and we will we will scrim that a lot. <laughs> Make it interesting. That's that's a that's a big Libre offer. Wants from Wanda. Libre. <laughs> yeah, Libre wants Wanda. Libre wants Wanda face him in semis. Just put in the competition. Get the get the full read, right? Because like, if Juan wins, that's who you're facing. You you face Libre. You face the winner between Juan and Dex. That's so. correct. Who do you, so? Who do you think is gonna is gonna pull out the win here? The winner between uh, Juan and Dex. Juan and Dex. Um, I still think uh, Dex takes it. I believe. It, even um, it's gonna be a close match, and it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be um, uh, maybe to the third game. Mm. Juka. Yeah, like I said, it could be a 2-1. It can go either way, but I think Dex is definitely favored here. All right. Tomato? Yeah. It's This is honestly a toss-up for me. Uh, and I, I, I'm rooting for my boy Juan. Big shocker. All right. I still think we got scammed out of our King Boo lockout and that the <laughs> organizers robbed us. But uh, <laughs> I kid, of course. I kid. But... Um, so I, even though I'm rooting for my man one, I honestly I think Dex is probably favored, but it, it's very close in I my mind. To. All right, well I am outvoted then, three to one. Sorry, Lego. It's all right. Three to one. And now we've got a we we've got a couple more matches to talk through. I know this is an extended episode, but we've got we've got more to talk wow. about, and we got a very interesting one: the grudge match, the number one seed out of three B. Urbani versus Wild Jeff, um, who we had what winning an match. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I kid, I kid. Well, well I, um, I, I, 
I don't want to beat the dead horse that's already been beaten I know, to, I know. to like a yeah. like a like a paste, and it's sort of like been sitting on the road, and that's it's like what it is warm, and the flies yeah. have already sort of picked it clean, right? But like, there's no love lost between these two. Um, I yep. think um, just from how Wild Jeff is 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 setting himself up as as sort of like the the. Uh, the the perpetually speed bullied against Urbani, who is is just the fastest boy in Division Three. Um, I think is the is the best way to put it. Um, speedy lad, great great routing. Um, you know, has sort of had has the has the speed to compete with Division Two, um, and and sort of uh, but has demonstrated routing weaknesses that are exploitable. Um, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and is that enough of an opening for wild Jeff to, to take a victory is the, is the million dollar question. I think no, because a, I think Urbani is at least going to play two of three games in which he will route well, because I believe in Urbani's routing. I think he's a pretty dang smart router the vast majority of the time. And because I think Wild Jeff is being held back by his mentality. Because he's lost to Urbani in scrims. And he said that he really feels like it's really hard to beat Urbani. Like, he does not feel confident at all when it comes to beating Urbani. Is my understanding. And if you don't go in with that confidence, Uh, how do you expect to win? Yeah. Yeah, Urbani's a tough opponent. Uh, in my scrims against him, I'm like 0-2. Uh, I have not won against Urbani yet. Uh, but he can be... Cracked. He can have a little shaky routing sometimes, IMO. Um, he is... Like, he, he came into the league very fast, but, like, really lacked routing because he's, like, zero bingo experience going into the league. Uh, had the coaching of Jeff, uh, Jeff Compass... Another you know. noted speed bully. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, so I feel like if Hefe somehow uh, is able to route around Urbani's speed and just route uh, around him, I think Hefe could probably secure this. Um, it just kind of depends on how well both of them route, honestly. And... Uh, Hefe obviously being much slower than Urbani, Urbani being the fastest player out of Div two and three. Uh, yeah, easily. I think that's even. I think that's the case. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I th- Rick's got a PB, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um. So I think I think Hefe could probably win it, but Urbani could probably also win it. It's kind of the same case with uh, Juan and Dex. It can go like two and one, and it can go like either way. There, um, this is no secret, but um, there is a style to play. Uh, I recommend this uh, to all 3A or 3B people facing Urbani. Um, I faced Urbani. I don't know if many people know this, but I faced Urbani and I was able to take two games from him. And um, and in the second game, a very curious thought, um, it was a card where I just literally just did the hardest pin a rush with Delfino over the uh, delayed Delfino and just like my first click was in pinna and and the whole time Urbani was thinking did I just snipe him to everything 
<laughs> and he was very surprised <laughs> to everything. But uh, I feel like not going where Urbani is going is very important, and not trying to not to get sniped against him is very important, and trying to to possibly trying to work around that and trying to get to a late game if the it's a late game card oriented um i do well but with that i feel while jeff plays just a bit too defensively sometimes and will let mm -hmm. orbani get a lot of goals on the card and i think i think orbani will take this yep yes yeah. i have oh, to I give the it. edge to orbani here Sorry, overrated bingo player, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be enough of, enough of that overrated talk, because we've got a very, uh, I think, maybe probably underrated match. Juka versus B. Now, Juka, Ooh, spicy. how do you think your season went, um, all things considered? Uh, my season went okay. I think I just kind of, some of my matches were kind of cringe. Some of my matches were okay, were actually pretty good in some cases, like, my match against Yada was really good uh, in many people's eyes. My match against Tom, I actually routed uh, really well in a lot that of people's That was really opinions. impressive. I really liked that match. I, um, I think the opinion that's most important is your opinion on your matches. Yeah. Uh, I think, but in my opinion, my season was kind of shaky. Some of my matches, again, like some of my matches were kind of cringe in my view. Some of my matches were actually pretty good. I think my match against, I'm like the only one that has this opinion, but my match against Dex, I'm really proud of because I was able to like kind of route around him in invasion, uh, considering like he kind of had an, had, had an advantage at the start getting the, the start I wanted to get, but I was able to route around that and I was really happy about that. Um, so when it comes to me versus this JBuzz, I think I can probably do well. Um, I'd say, I mean, I haven't really watched any of his matches, but I've heard his routing is, is pretty good, but can be shaky sometimes, just like mine. Um, I do have a speed advantage a bit, but that's about it. Uh, I think I can probably, probably win, but I don't know. You I, never know how it turns I'm out. I'm going to agree with you on the following bases. So I think you and JBuzz are actually relatively similar. And that you have, like, a collection of very, very strong matches and then, like, comparatively weak matches. Like, I guess a little yeah. bit less consistent. But I will say that I think what will help you out a lot is, A, you have a lot more experience. Or, like, a lot more recent experience. Because J-Buzz has been around forever, from my understanding. But uh, yeah. you played mm -hmm. in Season 1, you know? Like, you've been, you've been on the bingo. You've been playing yeah. scrims uh, a lot as well. Um... Yeah, and I just feel like you're you've played relatively consistency, especially towards the back half of uh, the season. So, yeah. I have faith, you know, kill it out yeah. there. I have faith in myself too, but I don't want I don't want to get I don't want to get cocky. I don't want to get uh, I don't and I don't want to get egotistical either. Good call. I think it's gonna come down. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna come down to a mental game for you, Juka. More often yeah. than not, I think if you drop the first game, your chances of winning the best of three go down tremendously. And I think you you need to you need to come out of the gate strong, um, because I think I think that I like you mentioned. I think both of you have sort of variable variable sort of good days in routing, bad days in routing, right? And I think that of the two of you, 
the person who is most mentally affected by a game one loss is probably you over Jay Buzzy B. Um, I think that Jay Buzz would be able to bounce back from a game one loss. Um, and I think it's tougher for you to bounce back from a game one loss. Um, and feel free to tell me I'm completely fucking wrong if that's the case. <laughs> but I, I, that's just the sense I get nah. after hearing you decompress after matches, after scrims, talking about your your mentality in, in gameplay, right? Like, in a best-of-three situation, if you don't get off to a strong start, I feel like you, you, you're at risk. Yeah. And this is... And honestly, in a best-of-three situation, I think I could probably do better than last season. You guys all saw how that <laughs> oh, went out. Yeah, that's uh, a classic match. <laughs> bad bad memories, but also good memories at the same time. I'm pretty sure uh, Lego had very good memories with the, uh, with I, the ending I, I, one me of and Peaches, Me and Peaches had a bit of time during those <laughs> matches. I will, I will put it lightly. But back on topic, I think I can do better. I've been feeling a lot better mentally lately, ever since I uh, beat Tom 13-5. and five. And I got pretty close against Libre in our rematch and our uh, main match as well. Mm-hmm. I, I've been feeling a lot better mentally about my whole state of things. Um, but it still kind of depends, yeah. If I lose the first match, that could possibly affect me, you know. Uh, it could make me actually uh, kind of choke a bit at the end. Uh, just to give a little tip to Ajuka... Uh, Let's not forget that JBuzzCB has been around in the community for so long, being a pre-gelato player, runner himself. Sometimes <laughs> if there is a card that is a really good gelato, I feel like he tends to gravitate. JBuzz, JBuzz loves his he gelato. Does. There's one thing. Yeah, he he loves noticed. his gelato too, you know, like gelato 3. Like, I feel like there is... What do you think his favorite flavor of gelato is? <laughs> that's a good question i myself we gotta did. ask him yeah. we gotta get him on gotta ask him. gotta get him on the pod yeah oh this that would be a great podcast i feel too. but but no continue continue um, your poke i feel uh you can needs uh you can need you need to watch out for cards that are like oh this card like you know sometimes when there's cards where oh it's a sneaky gelato play that it could be really good you need to watch out for those too mm-hmm. because i feel like yeah. he tends to gravitate towards there even in draft, when he yeah, drafts, like he'll he'll notice four from gelato, five from gelato, right? And and he doesn't have the same revulsion as I think most bingo players have towards like an early gelato commit or an early Serena commit. And his speed yep. is enough to be able to make those plays worthwhile, mm-hmm. um, especially against slower players. Now he'll be going up against a faster player in you, so it'll be interesting to see if that that sort of uh, plays out the same but um i think at the at the end of the day right it's going to come down to i think it's going to come down to who wins match one uh, i agree yeah um i think it's gonna this is gonna this it may be a 2-0 series but i think it's all going to be off the bat or 2-1 but it's i think it's all going to be off the back of the first uh in the first uh first game but yeah. then who who gets that first game you have choice of format juka I do have choice of format. Um, I hate to I hate to put myself on the spotlight, and I don't. I just I never want to. I never want to be all like, oh yeah, I'm gonna win. Like I I never want to be a like yeah. ego no, we know or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I think right, I can so probably yeah. do it. I feel like I'm kind of favored, uh, especially if I have a variant choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be inclined to agree. 
I think the variant choice pushes it over the edge. I think you'll go to a format that you're comfortable with game one. Um, and I think that if you if you're comfortable on the format, you should be able to route around whatever J Buzzy V throws at you. Yeah. Libre, any any addendum to that? Um if you could talk stakes it, I believe it's gonna be a two zero. If if um, somehow J Buzzy brings his A game and you could talk doesn't have a good mentality, I can see being a two one going to the third game but i think i will take this to yuka talks i think he will pull through yuka it is so we go into the semifinals, and i want to note because the part the sub theme of this was like division 3a versus 3b um entering into the semifinals, now that we're out of the buys um there are three div 3a representatives uh in libre dex and yuka um and only one from 3B, but that is a pretty big one from 3B. It is, it is yeah. a pretty big one. I will also say that in the second round, we did have, or in the first round, we had more 3B players winning than 3A, and I think that's kind of reflective of how the divisions sort of work. Where I think the top of Division 3A, there's like, it, it kind of goes in stages, where I think Urbani is, you know, this very big one, you know, a big, big surprise, mm -hmm. right? Then I feel like the next sort of level is like more filled with like 3A players, like the three others who we have in semifinals. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it like swings back to 3B, where we have like a lot of solid like lower-ish yeah, level subtle, players. Subtle, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it's also sort of indicative of uh, of sort of the way this uh, these divisions sort of shook out as well, right? If you think mm -hmm. about sort of how how the division sort of stratified, you have this sort of top cash it of the top four of three A, and then in three B you had Herbani, and then this huge scrum at 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 like eight and three, right, and like seven seven and eight wins that all sort of like were variably winning and losing against each other and 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 all that sort of stuff right so like there's a big middle cash it in 3b that was very strong and then there was like a nice cash it at the top of 3a that was very strong um and i think that reflects in how do we've we've sort of picked our winners um going through these going through these divisions right we picked uh we picked mojungo to upset jer um a quote-unquote upset um, yep. which resulted in, in more of a representation of 3B earlier in the bracket. Um, uh, but it's 3A party um, as we enter match M in the semis, Libre versus Dex. Um, and you were talking up Dex uh, quite a bit, Libre. Um, uh, but do you think you've you got it in you for a best of three to win? I think this is probably my... This is probably my... It was going to be... This almost feels like a fi little finals again from like in like a 3a finals <laughs> right here mm -hmm. honestly yeah this is the 3a finals basically now now you <laughs> played you played decks um uh you played decks in sort of the beginning of the middle middle half of the season beat him 13-9 in invasion that's correct um, obviously decks went on to perform very well in the rest of the season he sort of um, went in a winning streak after that he's he sort of like stood up and was like okay no i'm going i'm gonna do better and he just became even better than that and i haven't i haven't screaming in a while too so um 
Dex is doing way better since since that game, and 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 it was. I think I remember it was a little mistake he made, and he let me uh, mm -hmm. click something that customs somehow the game, and uh, mm -hmm. of course that was invasion, you know. So um, like it, in other formats, maybe uh, he has his favored and against me, um, but. This is this is I think this is going all the way to game three. Honestly, uh, this is gonna be such a close match, and I don't obviously I like I'm repeating Yuka talks here. I don't want to be cocky. I don't want to decide the match already. We haven't even like gone through our break yet. There's so much things that yeah, can happen. There's still there's still a lot I, of distance. I, I invite right. Dex to scream me. I would love to. I'm not scared of playing him against him. Not at all. I would love to play with him more. And, and 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 practice with them. Let's do it, man. Dex seems Dex seems down. And 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 uh -huh. I'm, so I'm, I don't want to be. I'm not a you know one of those people who you know would say um, oh I'm not a hater or anything. I don't want to scream you until yeah, I play. Yeah yeah yeah. Right. I don't want to hide my strats I, or anything. I can get that. I don't, like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm down to even scream my my weakest or my less plate. I think I didn't play Rogue Control or Connect 5. No, I've played Connect 5. I think I'm down to scream variants that I haven't played throughout the, the season as well to spice things up. So, um, Well, then let's ask let's ask Juka then. So, Juka, what's your thoughts? You guys on the, should pick on the for me, honestly. I don't, I don't want... <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I want to hear... Because Juka's, Juka's played both of you. That's true. He does uh, know yeah. both of us. So, so Juka, you you see this potential matchup. What do you what do you think the what do you think it's going to come down to? It's going to be really close, like really close. These two players are definitely top of Div three, um, alongside her Bonnie, and uh, I believe yeah. we are the only players so, that have taken games from Morbani and Scrims. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, scrims is different, by the way. It is a rare cast. Scrims are different yeah, because yeah. in scrims you're also you're allowed to do something that you would not normally do in tournament play as well. You're allowed to take some things. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, there's no pressure on the line. There's no, yeah. and you're allowed to do stuff that is, you know, uh, different from your tournament play as well. So yeah. Uh, you, you can kind of experiment with yeah. it. Um, I did that in my first scrim against Urbani. I went really experimental with my route. And it almost actually kind of worked. Uh, it was a pretty close match. Um, but in this case, Libre Dex are two of the <laughs> best players of Div 3. Uh, this is going to be probably really close. Um, I think it could be probably a 2-in-1 situation. Um uh, going all the way to match three, and it can go pretty much either way. Like uh, many of the past matches as well, like this can go pretty much either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean again, right? Dex has improved so much since the beginning. One thing that I will say is Libre. I don't know if you like are hiding this info, right? You don't have to share if you don't want to. But after what you said about not hiding info, what variants do you think you're gonna pick against Dex if that match happens? Um, you know he's actually beaten me in normal lockout. So, and um, and there it was a card where there it was a very clear. There was only one path throughout the start, and we managed to mirror. Our same routes, 
an entire like 21st minutes i believe and we were going to places and i got sniped for me just getting a little bit too many blues at the start i looked back at this scrim too and i saw that i just got a little bit too many blues and i got sniped to three hiddens and then two hiddens and no gelato and i started in rico and got rico two hidden and I got, I got a little bit too many blues because there was 23 Rico on the card. So, like, um, I think this is... I don't want to say... I don't think the variants necessarily matter for us. I think it's... If we're going to bring our A game and, 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 and play, I don't think we have, like, weaknesses in in um, in variants. Maybe I do have a weakness in row control against him. Maybe because I haven't notes. because I haven't played rogue control a lot, but I did scream that quite a bit uh, against a few three B players. But um, uh, I think this honestly the first match really matters because if I just start getting sniped and that will drop my morale low, I feel like Dex could honestly take it. Yeah, yeah, I do agree that um, me and Dex sometimes we route similarly. Uh, not not all the time, but just a few scrims. I noticed that we picked the same thing, and I co went out to collect just a little bit too many blues, and he ended up sniping me towards uh, uh, some early rush goals, and that put me behind the entire match, and <laughs> turned out to be a, one of those matches where just you're just behind on everything. <laughs> I'll let you yeah. guys. I'll yeah, let you guys pick I, this one for sure. I don't wanna. I don't wanna pick. <laughs> want to be, be in on this? It feels I like a fifty-fifty. Like yeah. <laughs> it feels like a fifty-fifty. But if there's one side, I may have to give the edge to it. It, it might be Dex here. Um, I think I that. Agree. I think Dex will. If Dex makes it to this point, Dex will have come in very hot. Will have coming off a win against Juan. The momentum. You will have true. just played me, right? Like, and so I think that. It's close enough that we, we have to sort of think about, okay, what happened in the rest of the season? How did Dex sort of shake out? Um, and Dex has played spectacularly in the back half of the season. Not to say that you haven't, Libre, but I think mm -hmm. that the 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 Dex that lost to you in the middle of the season it's not is the not same the Dex that will be playing you in this match. Exactly. And I think that... Um, I think that you you have to sort of drill down into who's going to play super well. It could be either of you, but I think I have to give the edge to Dex here. Got a little bit of chip on the so shoulder. Um, might be able to upset um, and get sort of revenge for that midseason loss mm -hmm. and 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 make a play for it. I, so that's that's what I'm picking. But I, I agree. I think it's going to be very. I could definitely see that either way. But I have to give the extra one percent edge to to Dex here. I I see it very similarly. Also, like I I haven't played either of you, but I have heard like more and more about like this Dex improving and improving and improving. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he has all these like scrim wins against Urbani, and he's scrimming all the time. And he has some scrims like... against me too. He beat me two zero in scrims too, I believe. Yeah. So I like. I don't know if that's indicative. Again, I think this is an extremely close situation, but mm -hmm. I think uh, just from like word of mouth that I that I have, I'm gonna have to favor Dex. Mm -hmm. 
Looks like it's All anonymous. Right. <laughs> so we'll put, it, we'll put it in for Dex then. Um, moving on against uh, Libre. And then we'll talk then about Urbani, who's pouting in, in chat right now. And <laughs> um, He's like, I oh want him boy. to talk this about will be... me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're talking about... Now we're talking about Mr. Urbani, um, which probably has a very tough opponent in Juka. Um, oh boy! I would think yeah. all things considered, <laughs> Juka, you are a speedy boy yourself. Not as speedy as Urbani, um, yeah, but speedy. definitely have fast. speed that can rival Urbani's. Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of in terms of pace, you're coming in hot after like a recent um, uh, any percent PB. Right, you're you're on top of the world. Do you think you got it? Do you think you got the juice? Can you can you take down three B's, eleven and O star? Yeah, that's gonna that's tough because Urbani is he's a really tough opponent. I, like I said, I have not won a single scrim against him. Uh, he's very much faster than me. I, I consider myself around the same speed as the other semifinalists, uh, with the only exception being Urbani, who is much faster than I am. But I feel like what kind of plays into that is like more of a routing. Um, I try to route around his speed whenever we do scrims, um, and I'm sort of successful most of the time. But I still kind of like, I, I still kind of like struggle with like mid game stuff and kind of mm-hmm. like continuing to route around his speed even in like the mid game and late game, even. Um, so yeah. I think what kind of what kind of holds me back is that. Um, I think that's one and... of the most oppressive aspects of Urbani's play is like you can be ahead of him at points in the match, but he's just so explosive um, yeah. in, the, in the back half and that he can make up differences that you thought that you were ahead to, right? You might've been first to pin up by some stroke of luck, but you know, you ain't getting the Noki first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're uh, doing like 12 Delfinos. Unless you're something. doing like all the Delfinos <laughs> in the world and you're like a, a Lord, um, and, and that's the, that's the, that's the thing that you have to be able to beat is, can you beat the explosive speed in the mid game of Urbani? Um, and I think that's a tall order for anybody, yeah. uh, to be able to do. Um, you know, he, Urbani's put in the work, has put in the scrims, has put in the time, has grinded the ILs, has, imp- yeah. has improved in all facets of his gameplay and his 15, bingo routing, like, right? He is the, he is the BMOC of the, of division three and you show him respect or you're going to get, you're going to, at your own, you're going to show him respect at your own peril. I, I <laughs> some, some way of phrasing that, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh. So. Um. I, I'll go. I'll. I'll take this one. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think, go on. Go on. Uh. While this is definitely interesting, one thing that I do value a lot is like scrim results, and I'm pretty sure Bonnie's what two zero against you. And again, they were close scrims to my knowledge, right? But. Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, both times. But yeah, you know, like results are still results. Uh. And, like, from that alone, I would say I'd have to favor Urbani. And not going to lie, Urbani's even better in tournament than scrims, from, like, my understanding. Because me and Urbani, we scrimmed at one point. It was really close. He got some crucial snipes on me. He won deservedly, right? But then in tournament, he just messed me up. And, I mean, again, you could, like, attribute that to format. I kind of suck at invasion, right? Which is fair. But I just feel like Urbani in tournament, he's kind of a god. He doesn't crumble. Yeah. 
I have yet to face him in tournament play, and I think that's the difference too, because Orbani and Scrims could be differently too from tournament play. And I believe Orbani has a really good mentality when he just sits down and he sits tournament matching. He just just plays out of his mind, no mistakes, really fast, and that's really scary. Yeah. yeah. I feel like what this match kind of comes down to is how well I kind of improve or prepare for um, playoffs in general. Um, like, uh, Jeff and I are going to do a scrim, like Jeff Compass, not Wild Jeff. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a scrim at one point uh, just to help me prepare for kind of like a, a tough opponent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to, you know, just to prepare myself for uh, what I have to expect, you know. Yeah, I think it's a uphill. I think it's an uphill battle for anybody who's facing Urbani. Has Urbani has definitely established himself as the as the titan of Division Three, um, and that's not to say that that as we mentioned, you know, with Wild Jeff, right? It's sort of the same deal. Like there are conditions under which Juka, you could probably beat Urbani, but I think those are fewer than the conditions under which Urbani beats you. Yeah, um, and so you know, I, I think I have to give the edge to Urbani. Yeah. Bunny wins yeah. again in the Preds. <laughs> Bunny wins again. Bunny wins again. So yeah, then that, that sets this up this final. This sets up this final of Dex versus Urbani. And we've talked them up all a bunch. So mm-hmm. it comes down the brass tacks. Who's gonna who's gonna pull it out? Who who's going first? Ooh. <laughs> I don't wanna go first on this one, you know. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll take it, I'll take it. Alright guys. This is probably gonna be Okay, yeah, you go. All right. Um, I believe this match is <laughs> one of the biggest ones in this whole tournament. I believe that this yeah. this match is going to go all the way one, like all the way to the third game, all the way to twelfth and thirteen. Honestly, oh my god, <sighs> oh my god. I think it's, oh my god I th- yeah. I believe that Urbani will just keep getting better and better as well and the, the biggest yeah. question mm-hmm. is who's going to improve the most during this break who's going to sit down and mm-hmm. scream the yeah. right people not the wrong people but the who's going to scream against the right people to kind of help them get better and get better at their weaknesses if they have any you know um mm-hmm. I do believe that Urbani will find a way to sort of use his speed advantage and route mm-hmm. and I do believe that Urbani will come up on top, I believe. Dang. Yeah, I But I, it's gonna I, be I super I echo that close, point. I believe. Like I wanna I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Dex takes it. But if I had yeah, to pick I, I it will be I believe Urbani. I think you you touched on it a little bit in terms of preparation and who's going to get better and better. I think between the two of them, Urbani still has more to rise mm-hmm. than than Dex does at this point, at this particular moment mm-hmm. in 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 2021 as we're preparing for this tournament. I still think Urbani I think Urbani has more headspace to be able to improve. Um, versus Dex. I think Dex has improved a lot, 
but I just don't know how much there's left for decks to to reach it. Like if we're thinking like like Super Saiyan, they've been kamehamehaing <laughs> for like the past yeah. nine million episodes, right? <laughs> yeah. and they're like going even they're going <laughs> even further beyond, right? How yeah. much further beyond can Dex go? How much further beyond can Urbani go? Um, and I think Urbani has like the potential and the headspace and the room for improvement that could put him up there as like one of the top competitors in Div One very soon. Like this is like a almost like a Jeff Compass level of like growth over over an even shorter amount of time. Right. If you think about Jeff, yeah. you know, starting out in bingo like nine months ago, even I think is sort of the rough amount of time, um, and ha- is already sort of able to do, you know, able to really scrim and put in the effort and the work and, and play well yeah. against Division One. Right. I see Urbani on that trajectory. I think Dex has that potential as well, but I just don't. I I don't know if there's enough time between now and when they're gonna play mm-hmm. that Dex can 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 explode that much far forward whereas i think urbani is just continuously pushing forward um and i think has the edge in that matchup just because i think that he'll he has he has more headspace uh to 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 improve at this moment right yeah i think both of them have have great potential in a division two setting um uh uh, don't get me wrong, and I think that that's sort of the benefit at this point. It's basically for bragging rights um, to who wins this match, which which makes it all the more luxurious, right? That is true. Um, Both of them they will be they will be the top two for as far as promotions. They will be. Go. Go- I mean, they will be first on the yep. list uh, to go up to Division Two. Um, so this is you know this is for bragging rights, and this is for for you know to put your mark on the on the bingo league, and I think Urbani is poised to do that. Um, but I don't think I'm I'm I don't think that's a controversial opinion by any means. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a little question. Um, so we didn't really Diff they didn't really do this last season. Um, but will there be a tiebreaker for third place? I don't know if we've decided. Oh, like a third and fourth match? Uh, like yeah, Juco, when are we place? playing our tiebreakers? Yeah. <laughs> you still have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with being tied for third right. place in season one. Too. Coming three. you soon. <laughs> near theaters near you this sunday <laughs> i'm sure I'm, 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 I'm sure it'll probably be like last season where we had some some fun third place matches maybe we'll do something similar i remember the paper jj third place match where we just sort of had their their voice comms. i'm down i'm down to play the, the same, third match they were in the same voice chat as each other and they were just sort of chatting <laughs> That's um, and so we were we were cutting between the commentary and and their sort of discussions about about what they were doing and it was it was illuminating that was a lot of fun so i think the doors open for i could see me matches. and you cup um, <laughs> also playing a third and fourth place <laughs> match too that would be hype <laughs> yeah yeah, there's lots of there's lots of great matchups yeah. uh, that hopefully we can showcase in the off season. Um, but um, I think for 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 right now, for what we're trying to determine, I think I think Urbani's got this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If uh, if All Dex right. decides to scream me every day and work out his mind, maybe I'll change my prediction too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that well that then will set the official. First to thirteen prediction bracket for Division Three. Yep, we'll um, post it somewhere. It, wow. it ends with it uh, ends with Urbani going um, twelve, thirteen, and up, thirteen and zero. 
uh, for Urbani, uh, winning against wow. no fourteen to zero. Yes, fourteen to zero because he has to win against Wild Jeff, win against Juca, and win against Dex. That's three more wins to go fourteen to zero. Um, so we'll hopefully see Tom Dollars in there spamming Urbani fourteen to zero. Yep, Urbani. To <laughs> um, Wait, you love to as, see it as he is wont to do. Yeah. Um and. We have gone well over time. Very much uh, so. As well. Yep. <laughs> we, but we had a lot of good discussions. Any closing thoughts on, uh, on, on uh, the playoffs and, and looking forward towards, uh, towards this week off and, and the, the first crop of playoff matches next week? I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. I'm really excited. I want to see this how it is... all plays out. Just talking it over with y'all has gotten me so much more excited for these playoffs. Yeah. I cannot wait for these matches. They're going to be so much fun um, to see in all the divisions, but especially Division Three. Just seeing all these, all the best, of the, the cream of the crop, and we'll see who who will rise and who will uh, who will stumble to the wayside. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a lot of fun. And I mean, yeah, at like and at the end of the day, season. right? Like oh. we have these predictions, but this is basically like a lottery. Like so many of these matches <laughs> yeah, are so exciting. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And they could go either yeah. way. I'm just hoping to farm yeah. the channel points. <laughs> 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 That's what it's really about. Is the is the channel yeah. points? Yeah, I got robbed yeah. of like 60k the other day. I'm still salty. Like <laughs> I always have less than 10k channel points and it it's basically a if I vote for somebody that person will actually not win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> um and if I'm not mistaken, I think finals week actually lands on my birthday weekend. So Let's go. Cool. Very exciting. A birthday present from the Sunshine community all the That's way. That's a here. fiesta, brother. <laughs> <laughs> brother. Yeah. Well, as we mentioned, there is a button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Well, as we mentioned, um, there is a, a week off. There will be some showcase matches. Be sure to join the Discord, sms.bingo slash Discord, um, to stay up to date on what programming we will have for you this week. Matches, the playoff matches will start next week, the week of the 15th of March. Probably starting sometime on Wednesday. The Discord is the best place to get all the information about the upcoming schedule. Chat with all the competitors. Get notified whenever a match goes live. As well as uh, maybe joining the commentary team. And chatting with all the people on the podcast. Lots to do. SMS.bingo slash Discord. Um, don't know how up to date the site's going to get for playoffs. That's a bit of a big lift. Um, we may not. We may just have a hot link on the, on the homepage to to the to the bracket spreadsheet and 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 do it all in in google sheets like uh like we're old uh old fo- folks like the olden days before we had fancy websites and all that yeah the olden days uh, <laughs> sms skype calls yeah <laughs> yeah not maybe not that maybe not that long those days are gone but uh, just so one more thing, but, uh, don't be afraid to scrim, everybody. Don't be afraid to join the community. Even if you don't play the game, join us. Yeah. And uh, just mm-hmm. uh, share the, the love of this game, with that is SMS <laughs> Sun, Super Mario Sunshine yeah. for the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's so it's such a unique it's such a unique bingo experience, and you're gonna see the best of the best of it in these coming weeks. So do not miss it. Be sure to drop the follow on Sunshine Community and Bingothon, working together to host this whole tournament. Um, but that will unfortunately bring this super extended edition of the First to Thirteen podcast 
to a close. Thank you again so much, Juca and Libre, for joining us. Uh, it was a pleasure having you guys on. Thank yeah. you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your love to for this, uh, for your time and dedication to this first two thirteen podcast. Both of you. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to have have people on all the all the diverse voices of the Sunshine community trying to bring them all all together to chat about this game we we love so very much. If you love Versa 13, um, you can find us on Anchor.fm slash SMS.bingo or wherever you get your podcasts. They get tend to get uploaded about a day after we broadcast them live. Our intro and outro music is the Rico Harbor remix by Kumu. Thank yep. you so much to them for providing the sick jams. Um, and that is all for us here. Um, thank you so much for watching. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a fantastic rest of your week. We'll be back again next week with more First to 13, the Super Mario Sunshine Bingo podcast. But until then, have a fantastic night, and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Take care. Peace.